launching now launching the dumbest radio show in America. <laughs> Welcome to Common Man and T Bone. I think there's a lesson to be learned. There is that you don't have to be the person you are all the time when you're at work. You can just go there, get your job done, and get out of there. Well, I, I go home every single day. And... I know. I'm saying not in our job. In our job, you know who we are. You know us better than a lot of other people in our lives probably do. How was your day, honey? Black on my crackle. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's what I'm saying. Featuring Panama Ted. Too hot. Timmy Hall. I will rub one on my face. And a collection of profane noises. Coach? No, Dom. I'm a genetic freak. <laughs> and I'm not normal. I want me some glory hole. I'll keep it in the room. Stop breathing. It used to be a lot longer. The numbers don't lie. Bye. This is stupid. This is man and bone. <laughs> Happy Thursday. Welcome in. Hello, bone. Hello, man. I got a little skip in my step today. Do you? Yeah. Because we are debuting a brand new segment on the show today. Would you rather has gone on hiatus? Mm. It's not dead. Just gone on an extended trip. That's right. So today is the debut of Name That Hole. Name That Hole. If you're saying, what is this stupid segment? What well, is this stupid segment? Well, uh, we find stories, we read you the story, and then we determine who in the story, if anyone, is a hole. There are hmm. different degrees of hole. There's the a-hole. A-hole. We oh. have... Oh. Yes. Professional. Mm. We have B-hole. B-hole. And then I think we have the worst of all the holes. We have C-hole. C-hole. Now, we're not just going to haphazardly assign C-hole. Okay. Something's really got to happen to be a C-hole. C-hole. Right. Or or you know what? If we, we read the story and we determine that no one's really at fault here, it's just a couple misunderstood people that had good intentions, then it's No hole. Right. Yeah. What, what's with the little sound? Crap I don't know. I don't know. It's just like it's Teddy, will you go in there and edit that crap out for me? Thank you. Yeah. That's that I, was that was a little uh clippy at the end. We don't like clippy. that. Clippy. Yeah. It's almost like we should have listened to these in advance. A <laughs> hole. Uh, you. That, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> What's the numbers on that anyway? <laughs> Go search a hole, b hole, and c hole. Yeah, just search. There's them. actually a lot of that stuff in there. <laughs> uh, one five eight nine six. That's how uh, we do things around. Yeah, hey, I, understand, I understand, Teddy. One, five, I get eight, it. Nine, six. Yeah, I know. Um, what was I going to say to you? Oh, you can contribute to the show by submitting your stories. Yeah, you know, you could do. A long Twitter thread, if you want to, just like several tweets put together, at Man and Bone 971 or just send us long burner phone texts, 614-787-3093. Uh, we do have a prize for someone today. I'm not going to tell you what the prize is. It's a big secret. Okay. This is good. I'm excited about it. me coming to your house. Hmm. Well, you know what? See hole <laughs> Don't think anybody... I mean, I don't know if people want you coming to their house, is what I'm saying. I bet you they do. Okay, I I could be I remain to be corrected. No, that's not right. All right, so name that hole pretty much all day, but the official segment will be at five thirty-four. We have degenerate T-bone coming up in the four o'clock hour. We have a new head coach in the NFL. The Commanders are hiring Teddy's guy 
Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn to be their new coach. He's been D.C. for the last three years, and now he's a head coach. The the, uh, headline should be DQ goes from D.C. to H.C., right? Yes. No. That's what I I was listening to an Albert Breer interview. He was on Morning Juice a couple weeks ago talking about Dan Quinn. And he, after like the first instance of saying Dan Quinn did this, and you know, DQ really loves this and DQ really loves that. And all I could think in my head was, I want a blizzard. Me too. I don't know if Albert Breer understands that when you call someone DQ, all I think about is ice cream. I do not think about Dan Quinn. I would not, not everybody's like us. No, I know that. Demented. Right. I'm just saying, I understand. Albert Breer probably knows Dan Quinn, has talked to him significant amount of times i'm just saying if if you call someone dq in my presence i'm hungry and i realize i'm saying that as a person named t-bone teddy what do you think about dan quinn getting the commander's job you sad to see him go i'm a little sad but i think this is a sort of a one of those win-win situations for everybody because he gets a second opportunity to be a, a head coach and try to right the wrongs from atlanta when he uh you know didn't get it done there but um, Dallas will get a fresh start, and they can bring somebody in or elevate somebody and kind of continue the success that they've had there. A hole. I just want to point out that Good one job. of the things job, that Ted. cracked me up about this story was they said Dan Quinn will replace Ron Rivera in Washington as the new commander's head coach. And then down in the article it said, Rivera is a possibility to replace Quinn in yes. Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> So it's just, so, we're just yeah. all, it's, this is just one big key party yeah. the NFL has going every and, single and, and off season. And again, we, we talked about this with Arthur Smith. Arthur Smith is going to take the Steelers offensive coordinator job. He just flamed out as head coach down with the Falcons. You would think you're getting millions of dollars. You, you've been coaching for your entire life. You go home, you sit down, you think about what didn't work, what did work, what you want to do with the rest of your life. You're, you're filthy rich. You don't have to worry about that. Right. Right? For the first time in a long time, maybe that alarm goes off at five and you just hit the snooze. Yeah. But instead, what these guys do is jump right into another opportunity. Ron Rivera has been a coordinator. He's been a head coach for like 20 years now. He's going to jump into another position right away? Yeah. I I can't imagine what the stress is like. Because full disclosure, right? If you like sports, if you like, you know, a certain type of sport... There, I don't think there are many things better as far as getting involved with the sport than being a coach. And I'm, I'm only talking like my experience of doing it very minimally at the youth level. That's fun. I like doing that. I think it's great to give back to the game and all that stuff. I don't think that's the same thing as when you're a 20 plus year veteran head coach and all the grinding you have to do to even be able to get into an assistant coach's role in the NFL, let alone a coordinator position let alone head coach. I don't understand how guys get through all of that, including the crap you must have gone through, not unjustifiably, as a head coach that sucks, right? I'm sure yeah. Arthur Smith probably had, you know, tons of time. Did you read that Jets thing this week? With Sala? With Robert Sala, where he's, like, crying? Yeah. Because the Giants don't get as bad a headlines as he does in New York and... Threatening to confiscate his assistant's phones to see who's leaking information. I'm saying it must wear you down, of course, mentally. And I'm not. I'm not bemoaning that. Like, leave him alone. I'm saying no, it's I, part I, of the game. Yeah, don't be. Don't be ridiculous. But then once you're fired from that gig, go ahead and rest. 
Well, that right. I can't understand the people who are like, I'm paranoid about people possibly leaking info to the media because that's how bad it's gotten in my tenure. But let's say Robert Sala gets fired sometime next year if that happens, right? If he doesn't turn things around, then what? What is he going to sit there and like for three years just sit there and go, yeah, you know what? I made a bunch of millions of dollars. I'm going to just take my time, get to know myself. No, he's going to jump right back in as a defensive coordinator somewhere within six months. Yeah, and and that's what. 95% of the guys in the NFL do, I'm sure in part because they're afraid once you're out, they may not ask you to come back. But it's it takes it's not like these guys just started. Even the young guys that are getting these opportunities, they've been coaching pretty much since they got out of college. That's all they've been doing is coaching at the level of getting everybody's coffee for a few years and cutting up film and doing whatever you have to do to make sure that the operation works. But eventually you get tasked with bigger and bigger jobs. I can't imagine wanting to just go right back into it, but yet most of them do. Dan Quinn is obviously, he wasn't even fired. He's He got fired from a head coaching position, was a reasonably successful defensive coordinator, and said, I can't wait to go back and sign up to get my, key, my teeth kicked in yet again. So Dan Quinn uh, takes the commander's job. Lewis Hamilton, for all you uh, racing fans out there, is apparently jumping to Ferrari in 2025. Now, Maybe this is nothing to you. Globally, no. This, man, is, this just is like massive news. Imagine if you found out that Ohio State, look, this is probably the closest thing we have. If Urban Meyer said, like, said, I'm going to coach at Ohio State one more year and then I'm going to go coach Michigan. Like that, I mean, that's, that's kind of what this is. More or you're less, right. to F1 fans, that's how shocking this thing is. Where you're saying, wait, this guy who is... Like, not just a legend, maybe one of the greatest to ever do it, and is associated specifically with Mercedes for most of that success. Although, McLaren, he was great, too. Now he's going to go across the street well, right. to the rival. And, and like there's, that's, there's more to it than that, too. I mean, he was, when he signed with Mercedes, they were essentially a laughing stock. Yeah. You know, they were perennially one of the last place teams. They had the money, they had the funds, they talked, and they said, we're going to do this. Nobody really believed them because they had been so bad. When Lewis Hamilton went and joined them for this massive contract, a lot of the commentators, they held like fake funerals for Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. Like, we're never going to see you again. Yeah, it- This is the podium. You'll never see it again. And instead, he's taken that team, and they've taken themselves to the heights. It might even probably be a better analogy would be Nick Saban stepping down from Alabama and saying, now I'm going to coach Auburn, you know, because when he took over Alabama, yes, it had history. It was a great brand, but it but was a, it was sleeping down giant bad at that time yeah. program. And then he, and, and, ba- and Bama was closer to it. Right. And then he took it to new levels that they hadn't, well, not new, but levels they hadn't seen in 50 years. And then it like, if he, when he just stepped down a few weeks ago, if he had said, yeah, and I'm going over to there to coach Auburn. People would have been shocked. That's that's what this is like. And we're not going to spend a lot of time on it today, but if you're on the sports webs and you see this story pop up and you're like, what is the significance of this? Well, that's the significance. It's a huge story. Also today, we're going to start an experiment. Uh, for 10 days, I'd like to do this experiment. You tell me if you're with me. Okay. Jackets are officially on their break. You know, I'm not talking about JD interviews anymore. And, you know, everybody's left. Rimmers in Florida, all the other execs, they've they've packed up and they've gone They're for 10 all, days. Yeah, I'm sure half of them went to Toronto to go watch the you know All-Star game and all that and stuff. I bet you they didn't. <laughs> I bet, well, I bet some of them did just because they're like, oh, Toronto, i got to go there. Okay, it's great. Yeah. Fine. Like Boone Jenner's there. Skills, com- skills competition is what, Saturday? Yeah. In, I, in I, case you're wondering, oh, I, 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 I hope Boone Jenner's 
participating. He's not. I don't he's, care. He's there, but he's not. Anyway, my goal for the next 10 days is to pretend the jackets don't exist. I, I love that. My mind needs a break from them. I need a break from the aggravation. The city needs a break from them right now. So for the next 10 days, unless something huge happens. Well, if they do what they're supposed to, which is if they fired Yarmo. Well, okay. Unless something huge. I'm not talking about, you know, gossip stuff. I'm not talking about behind the scenes drama. Why am I in Cleveland? None of that. For the next 10 days, I'm giving that a break. Okay. Other shows can do what the hell they want. Well, of course. And this includes when Rimmer comes on the show next Wednesday. I agree with this. this inc- and, and, and if he deviates from the plan, then I'm going to hang up on him. Perfect. I'm, I'm with that. We can talk about other teams. We can talk about, you know, Michael Buble. Yeah. We can talk. Who's his new friend? John Kasich, his new friend. We can talk about <laughs> all that crap. Yeah. All right. But we're not talking about the Blue Jackets for 10 right. days. So to, to be clear. Starting now. February 11th is Sunday and then the 12th, they're back on the 10th. Okay. Well, I'm, say, my so. point is we won't talk about them till the 12th, which is the Monday after they come back. So yeah, yeah, all right. that's fine. Good, great. I'm glad to hear it. I don't want to talk about them either. All right, good. Uh, former Buckeye gets a new gig. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone. I'm a fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns Backers. There's a disabled vehicle on the right shoulder of eastbound 70 on the east side between the 71 East Split and Kelton Avenue. And watch out for an accident on the right shoulder of westbound 70 on the west side after Wilson Road. Police are on scene there, so causing some slowdowns. This report is sponsored by ExpressPros.com. Let Express Employment Professionals help you hire for contract or full-time jobs. Forget about posting jobs, sifting through resumes, and interviews with unqualified applicants. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the location near you. That's ExpressPros.com. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Barely famous. Incredibly stupid. Back to Man and Bone. This dumb show is brought to you by the Hinder Motor Company. It is Name That Whole Thursday. If you're saying, what what did I miss? What year is this? Mm. This is our first week, our first day doing this. Very simple. You send us stories. Can be from your own life. Can be from stuff that you find online. We determine who is the a-hole, if any hole exists, in the story. Here's one right here. Okay. Uh, Me and two other guys share an apartment together. We split all the bills. The only thing we don't split costs is groceries. Everyone's in charge of buying their own food, and we don't touch whatever doesn't belong to us in the fridge. We put our names on everything so nothing gets mixed up. This issue's been going on for almost a year, and I'm sick of it. One of my roommates, call him R, keeps stealing my food. I get home from work, and containers with my leftovers are sometimes missing. They have my name written on it. Or my stuff finishes too quick. My gallon of milk, for example. I buy almond milk because I like the taste. But it seems to finish after a week, even though I've only had one or two glasses. I confronted R about this lots of times, and that's caused a lot of arguments. He outright denies it and tells me I'm crazy, even though it's so obvious. My other roommate and I carpool together because we both work at the same early morning shift around the same area, so I know it's not him. It's always after we get back home and R's already left for work that I notice my food is gone. My roommates also had a similar problem, but not as often as I do. I'm guessing because R doesn't like what he buys. 
The funny thing is, R buys a lot for himself. And he's even more stingy about his food. He will literally point out what's his when he comes back from the grocery store and tell us not to touch it. Wow. Last week, my milk was nearly empty again, and I got fed up. I went to the liquor store. I don't know why you go to the liquor store and bought regular dairy milk. I just Oh, maybe that's the closest thing to where he lives. All right, all right. Sure. I drank what was left of my almond milk and refilled the gallon with the one that I bought. This was to catch slash prove R is the one stealing since he is lactose intolerant. Ah. So the next day, Saturday, we get back from work and R is pissed. Oh. He yelled at me that he was stuck in the bathroom for 40 minutes with diarrhea because of my milk. He was using it to make a shake. Well, I only responded with, so then you're the one who's been stealing. He freaking exploded. Yeah. yeah, he admitted that he was sometimes drinking my milk and eating my food, but he was more mad that I switched milks than the <laughs> fact that he was caught. Okay, that's, that's all. I mean, what do you think I'm going to say? You know who the hole is here. But anyway, he says that, you know, his roommate backed him up. He doesn't think he was a hole. No. But some of his friends think that he's the hole for switching the milk. Get, now, better, get better friends. If, that's, that's ridiculous. If you suspected something. And you never confronted him and then automatically went to switching the milk. Then you can make a case that perhaps you're a bit of a hole. No, no, no. Okay. I mean, but he did confront him. I will tell you that that, and again, not to get all religious on this, but I grew up in the church and the good book says that's the way to go about it. You're supposed to confront the person in front of themselves only. Which he did. You go to that person first and say, I have this issue with you. Can we talk about it? If the person denies it or doesn't want to deal with it, then you go, supposedly, the next thing is you go to a group of your peers and have a group of you confront the person. And then if that doesn't happen, you smite the person, I think is next. I forget how it goes. But the point is, yeah, you don't smite them. But my, my whole point is you go with the almond milk thing and you switch out the milk. Sure. You confronted the guy. You asked him multiple times. That's a thing. You gave him a chance to like admit to it and say, hey, sorry. He, he did the initial, hey, man, I know you're doing this. I don't like it. Friend got indignant. You're crazy. You're making this up. Also, if it was like, oh, he's allergic to peanuts, so I, I rubbed peanuts on his face, and now he's dead, then well, perhaps you've gone a little bit too far. But just giving him some diarrhea for 40 minutes? Yeah, I to mean, me, that's again, fine. nothing lethal happens. If it made the guy sick a little bit to his stomach, well, right. Like, don't take other people's stuff. I don't have sympathy for you if you're like if you're caught doing something like that no i don't have sympathy all right so i say no hole you say no hole no hole teddy is it unanimous yes no hole no hole all right all good right. that's easy enough okay so um, that that's the show this is the show yeah um so this is uh i think this is one for the the whole discussion t-bones running club says my loose meters hey it's chops so yesterday I stopped for snacks. Not only did I not call my better half to offer her something, but I ate my food in her car, which is a capital crime. I have no idea why I thought I could get away with that, but I obviously did not. I don't know if we're... I mean, I, that that doesn't seem like whole behavior. It just seems no, like I, not I, great. I think, I think it's yeah, slightely a-hole. Slightly holish. Yeah, I guess. I think it's the first level of whole. But it is the, for me... I mean, unless you guys have a rule where you call each other all the time and say, I'm at the store. Do you want anything? Well, he, he just said that you don't eat in her car. 
That's the part. She right? said. She said. If she says, "Don't eat in my car." Please. Clearly, you left a wrapper or you left crumbs that's a, that's because a, she she yeah. figured it out. That's a boundary. So yeah, I mean, to me, that a hole. Right. I mean, I'm not going to put you in prison for it, but you're a hole. No, I get it. Yeah, that's right. All right, former Buckeye has a new job. Uh, the Packers have hired Boston College coach Jeff Halfley to be their new defensive coordinator. Halfley was a co-defensive coordinator on the Buckeye staff in 2019. So he goes there, and so now Boston College is looking for a new head guy. I saw a piece today that had two current Buckeye assistant coaches attached to that job. Now, again, this is just speculation, all right? Bill O'Brien, who's been here five seconds, and his butt chin, Mm -hmm. he's a Boston guy, and so some people think he would go and take that job. If he does... Ryan Day is going to fight him. All right. So <laughs> there's no way he's doing I don't that. think that that's the case either, but we have seen guys, you know, didn't know uh, what's his name? Oh, Bobby Petrino did that. Well, yeah. He comes I, in, takes a job, gone five days later. Am I wrong? Cliff Kingsbury did that with the Cardinals? Because he was fired from Texas Tech and then I think went to or like agreed yes. to be the USC offensive that's coordinator. Right. And that's why I was confused. And then before that ever happened, like in that same offseason, the Cardinals called him and we're, we were all shocked. Like, why Why would they want him? Right. Uh, and Justin Fry is also mentioned on this list. He previously coached there. He was on staff at Boston College for many years. He has connections there. I guess he interviewed for the Indiana job, and that went well, even though he didn't get it. Oh, no. Don't, 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 go, don't, go. don't go. Don't know. Justin don't call, Fry. Don't call Justin Fry. No, better not call him. Actually, you know what? I'll, I'll help move you. <laughs> How's the offensive line this Bone year? Bone and I will both show up with U-Hauls. We'll good? help you. I'm just I'm just saying, like, I mean, I, I hope he improves next year here at Ohio State, but if he suddenly is taking the Boston job, darn it all. That's too bad. Let him go. I, I don't care. Yeah, go ahead. Take that job. All right, more, more holes, that too. No hole. No, more holes. Coming up next. Colin Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns Backers. Watch out for an accident on the left shoulder of eastbound 33 between Bixby Road and Gender Road. Couple minute delay and slow traffic from Ebright Road. We also have one on the right shoulder of westbound 70 on the west side after Wilson Road. This report is sponsored by Ohio Laborers. Build Ohio right, build it union. New year, new projects. Tomorrow's infrastructure is in the skilled hands of the Ohio Laborers. From roads and bridges to buildings and solar farms. The Ohio Laborers do it all. Build Ohio right, build it union. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Murdering brain cells one show at a time. Back to Man and Bone. Hey, happy Thursday. It's Name That Hole Thursday. If you don't know what that means, well, listen to the show today. You'll figure it out. Degenerate T-Bone is coming up at 448. Uh, We have some prizes to give away. As a matter of fact, give me a number. Uh, let's go with, uh, I don't know, one. All right. <laughs> Call number one. I don't know. 614-821-9710 gets two tickets to the Ohio State men's basketball game against Indiana on Tuesday, February 6th. I'm sorry. Tickets go on sale. Tickets are on sale now through OhioStateBuckeyes.com. I picked one for the over-under on wins they have left in them this season, and I'm taking the under. Well, January's over, so, I mean, tomorrow night at Iowa. Oh, that's good, because they win so many road games. You're well, right. you know what? I think tomorrow night's the, the one. I don't. I'm I done. Do. I'm done thinking they're doing anything. Sorry. I'm done. The Holt man's going to go up to Fran and say, 
What, what's he going to say? He's going to say, bend over. A-hole. No, he's going to say, I, how's it going, sir? Please keep me in mind <laughs> whenever you need an assistant coach in a few years. Did I see that uh, this year's attendance so far at the shot has been the worst attendance ever for at, men's basketball? At the shot, yes. At the shot. Worst attendance ever. Yeah, this is uh, this is 11 Warriors has this. Uh, basically, that... They the announced crowd of ten thousand two hundred and eighty five fans for the Illinois game. That was announced crowd. Yeah, there man. wasn't ten thousand people in there. I mean, dude, whatever. I have been at women's basketball games, sold out women's basketball games, where the attendance was announced around like ten thousand or so, and that was no upper bowl. You cannot tell me there were more than 8,000 people at that game. I don't even think it was that, probably. Because, I mean, you're talking, unless the entire lower bowl was filled. Which it wasn't. I doubt that there were 10,000 people in that. And I know some of them were sitting up in the upper tank. But if you squished all those people down into the first two sections, you know, the 100s and the club level. I'll say at most 8,500 people. Yeah. And that was a top 15 team coming into your building. And I'm not blaming the fans. I'm just saying this this is what apathy looks like. Well, this is, uh, you know what it honestly is? I think it actually takes apathy to just keep kind of showing up. You know, people who are just like, well, whatever. We don't really care about the basketball team, but we just go and like, this is active protest now where fans are going, not on your life am I going down there? Like, I think this is good. This is, this shows that Buckeye fans have standards and say, we're not going down there for no reason. And I don't care that Illinois is good. I don't want to watch a good Illinois team possibly come in and destroy my team. I'd rather watch my team be good. If that's not happening, I don't blame fans at all for saying we've seen enough. By the way, the previous lowest mark in history for the average attendance mm-hmm. each year, uh, that was set last year. Yeah, apparently. Um, so that's fans are not interested in this team. Yeah. And yeah, I, I, you know what? Blue Jacket fans are so delirious. They went through that phase, and now they're just crazy. Yeah, they're now just, just well, we just hey, let's go out for an evening, right? We know we're not going to see our team win, but hey, Cannon, hey, you know they put up nice videos on the screen. We'll have a good time. Yeah, I, <laughs> I have a Buckeye story. fans aren't there yet. Though. No, they're not. the uh, The Buckeyes ten thousand five hundred thirty one fan per game average is the lowest in their history at Value City Arena, dating back to ninety eight ninety nine season when they opened it. I'm also so glad we put money money into that place. Yeah, put some more money in there so you can keep your crappy basketball team in a sterile building. The previous low was twelve thousand one eighty one. Again, that's not like for that's their average by last year's team, and this is thirteen point five percent lower this year than last year. OSU is averaging fifty six percent capacity for its home games this season. Mm-hmm. That is gross. Yeah, and it's deserved because we've talked about this. You have a perfect, I again, a perfectly flawed building, but flaw but flaws aside. You had St. John Arena, the amount of money they pumped into building the shot and maintaining the shot all these years. You could have kept St. John Arena up with the times, right? You could have ripped some seats out of there. You could have made a few luxury spaces. You could have had some courtside stuff that's nice for donors. And the rest of it could have been really awesome to watch a game in. You could have maybe reduced capacity slightly to make it just a really tough ticket to get. And then, yeah, there would have been times where we would have said, boy, those tickets are super expensive. But the demand would have increased 
over the length of time that this that arena was there, and it would be now like a highly sought after ticket. And I bet you'd won a few more games where you had needed the crowd and it was close and you lost by three. You might have had that in those in that building. Instead, we built a vanity project that had nothing to do with anything because people wanted a new arena, even though we were getting nationwide. I don't like. I just. I it boggles my mind that they did this. It is uh, name that hole Thursday. A hole. Yes. Uh, we have this on the burner phone. This isn't necessarily a whole thing, okay? But I, I want to comment on it. It's a long story that one of our listeners sent us. Who is this? This is Nate, okay? okay. Uh, he said, last weekend, I went on a first date with a girl that I had met online. So, first date. All right. We decided to go out for a drink in Grandview. For the first hour, things are going very well. The conversation was great and seemed like we were both having a great time. Then she ordered her second glass of wine. She became more intoxicated very quickly and then started to talk more. She started out by saying she's a mean person. She kept saying she is an a-hole and enjoys being an a-hole. I'm sitting there very confused, waiting for the punchline. It obviously never came. So then she ordered a third glass of wine, to which I regret not stopping her from getting... There were people sitting at the bar right next to us watching the OSU men's basketball game, poor bastards. And we had zero interaction with them all night. She gets up from our table, walks over to one gentleman, grabs his coat that was on the chair, and throws it over his head. <laughs> the man obviously what? looks back at both of us, and I'm in utter shock at this moment, and I mouth to him, I don't know. Yeah. Another man looks at her after doing this, and then she says to that guy, I'll effing kill you. Oh, at okay. this point, I'm planning to leave immediately without making a scene. So my plan was to go to the bathroom, but actually walk over to our server and just tell her the situation and leave. So I get up and tell my date that I'm going to the bathroom. She aggressively grabs my wrist and says, no, you're not. Huh? I then convinced her to walk with me to the bathroom, hoping she would go into the women's room. Nope. She stood right next to the door. I am now a hostage at this point and feel like the whole bar is noticing. <laughs> yeah, I bet they are. After saying this, this poor guy. I'm absolutely in shock about what's happening and embarrassed. So I leave the bathroom. She grabs my wrist again. I have her sit down at our table. I grab some money for her to use for an Uber and just leave. And yes, I already paid the check well before leaving. Sure. I, I mean, that makes sense. Now, that's a hell of a story. Yeah. I did want to ask is he a hole this girl clearly has problems i know this is just the first date no he doesn't know her no 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 no. is he a hole for leaving her there no and not making sure she gets somewhere safe i mean i, I know what i think but i'm trying to be a decent human being but i don't think that's being i mean okay the person when you said hey i gotta i gotta go to the bathroom and they grab your hand and say no you're not like that well she's actively picking fights with people yes. it's like random I mean, people at some point yeah i mean also i like i get it you're on a date you didn't really think about man maybe she shouldn't have had this third glass of wine but also she's an adult she should well and it's the first date you can't you don't know you can't what just someone's say, like no i'm cutting you can't yeah, have this no i think it's reasonable to expect someone to know what their own limit is and if they don't then that's also on the restaurant too and i'm not blaming the restaurant they probably if she was sitting at the bar might have picked on up on this well, a little she, closer she shouldn't act like this after two glasses of wine clearly she's taking some sort of medication that's interacting with the wine well i don't know that maybe some, some people can't handle their booze man some people take two glasses of wine and then that's it for them and they're they're 
I don't know how or big she this dra- person is. Or she drank before the, well, the date. Well, it could be that. Sure, I don't know. All I'm saying is, whatever the case, two glasses of wine or not, like at some point when you're out of control like that, yeah, I don't blame this guy for saying, here's money for an Uber. He did. He said, you can use that to get home. And then I'm out. See you later. Like, and then he paid He paid for the paid stuff for the, the restaurant, dinner. too. Yeah. I, I don't I, think you're you're supposed no. to be a hostage. Nate, I, I say for you, no hole. Teddy, do you agree? Or do, are we being too harsh? I agree 100%. No hole. Yeah, that's, that's no. He you're, didn't off, the, you're off the hook, Nate. I think he did. Again, unless there's more to the story, we don't know. Just getting what we heard there, that sounds like he did everything he could. Let's talk about a dummy coach coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. Still watch out for that accident on the left shoulder of eastbound 33 between Bixby Road and Gender Road. A 10-minute slowdown and slow traffic from 270. Also about a 5-minute delay on northbound 71 on the north side between 670 and 11th Avenue. This report is sponsored by Jackson Hewitt. It matters who does your taxes. When you get your biggest tax refund from Jackson Hewitt, prepare to shout Jackson Hugh yeah from the rooftops. In the event you don't get your biggest refund, you will get your money back plus 100 bucks. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Come for the obesity, stay for the anger. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Name that whole Thursday. We're trying something new. I don't know, it may suck. You'll tell us either way. That's right. Uh, You can send us long tweets if you want. At Man and Bone 971, you can text the burner phone 614-787-3093. The premise is simple. You tell us a story, and then we determine who is the a-hole, if there is an a-hole in the story. Maybe it's you. Maybe it's the other person. We'll be the judges. Yeah, that's And right. then we find you in violation of uh, being a hole, then we send the whole police to your house and arrest you. Well, I didn't know. I didn't know we had the yes, whole police. Yes, that's good to know. We've got that. I didn't yes, know we had this it's, power. It's actually Courtney Love comes to your house. She's the whole police. <laughs> Just screams yeah. celebrity skin at you. Hey, that's a great song. Um, Twenty years ago today, Sergeant Pepper, uh, Janet Jackson, and Justin Timberlake had the nipple halftime show. Oh yeah, right. We're in that time of previous Super Bowls. This would have been around the time the Super Bowl had been before. So yeah, okay. That makes sense. That was I a can't big deal. Yeah, oh, big dude. deal, man. That was like weeks of talking heads on cable news, and you could barely, if you didn't see it, you could barely see anything. No, it, it popped on the screen for a second, and she had some kind of thing mostly covering that anyway. It was nothing. But, but like her, here's the thing. I think that was one of the first times on television where I saw the entire shape of a person's boob. Like on TV, okay, on broadcast I, TV. I, but I also want to point out this was a medium at the time, maybe a little bit before, because you know I get my years mixed up. Where if you tuned in to NYPD Blue, yes, you would see Dennis Franz's naked ass. Ne- never mind the amount of blood and violence well, you could oh, see. Okay, but I'm just saying. The, yes, you saw his naked ass on TV. Most bald man. I don't know why it makes a difference. His naked ass right. on broadcast television. You had an accidental nip slip. Yep. I mean, Which, by ac- the way, everybody, that was the, that was the, uh, the conspiracy theory. Is that it wasn't an accident. Well, I mean, he rips at her clothing. It was done on purpose. I don't even know what it was. 
I didn't even get what was supposed to happen. I still don't know what was supposed to. He was supposed to rip off the the pleather, no, and there was supposed she, to be a bra underneath. What happened was is that the sight of a booby would activate all the cell phones in the country. <laughs> oh, I didn't know this. Now, yeah, now we have that with like the five G's going to activate. Yeah, that's right. That's going right. to activate the vaccine that's in our bodies. Yeah, man. I can I just say like while I don't think that was the best idea to try to do something like that or whatever happened. At the end of the day, I'm sorry if your children saw that, but also like explain to your children that women have breasts and move on. How about that? How about not turn it into like my children have been violated for life now? Like not unless you make it that big of a deal. Most kids would be like, huh? And then move on. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like that's probably what would have happened. If you no sell it as a parent, way easier to kind of cruise by that. But if you make it like the biggest deal and call your congressman, they're going to be scarred for life. Well, not me, because me, not because of that, because of you. Right. It's exactly right. I'm not scarred for life for Janet Jackson. I am scarred for life because I accidentally saw my grandpa schlong and my mom walking around topless. <laughs> that scars me for yeah, life. I'm sure you as a parent have done way more to scar them than anything yes. that a television thing could do. <laughs> I just never understood that. Where I it's scar like, my kid every day. I think some people are actively looking for things to be like, oh, no, 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 that's that's why. That's why my kids are mad. Uh, See, no this thing on TV did it. And it's like, uh, or if you're the person writing your congressman about that, maybe there's some other now, things. Now, I, I will admit that we scar your children. Yeah, don't let them listen day. to this show. Right. We, we would never. Well, inadvertently we do, because even if you don't let them listen, we scar you. Yes. The adult. That's right. And then you go home and whip it out or whatever you do. Why? I hope you don't. Why? Do that. I hope you don't. No hole. All right, let's no. talk about a dummy coach and then a whole dumb situation. It has to do with uh, hillbilly baseball. There's a lot of hole on this show. Like you're saying hole when you mean entire, and you're also saying hole when you mean hole. An entire baseball situation. A right? hole. Uh, Bert Neff, real estate investor and youth baseball coach in Indiana, has been charged with destroying evidence, tampering with witnesses, and providing false statements to the FBI. This goes back to the case where someone, uh, allegedly Bert Neff, went into Great American Ballpark to the uh, MGM, I guess they have a, a casino there, betting window, sports whatever. Book, sports book window. Sports book, yeah. He went in there on a day where he got information from Alabama's former coach, Brad Bohannon. This is the allegation. But he wasn't the former coach at the time. He was the he, coach. He was the yes. coach. He was the coach at the time of Alabama baseball. And Brad Bohannon texted Burt Neff, allegedly, and said one of their best pitchers, on the team was going to be sitting out. Luke Holman, who's the staff ace, was scratched due to back tightness. This had not been made known yet. Bohannon messaged Neff, according to all the cell phone documents we now have, and said, you know, he's not going to play, so do what you got to do. And Neff then took that info and went to the sports book and tried to place a $100,000 wager By the way, on a was, college th- baseball game. This wasn't just, oh, this is my buddy. And I'm texting him, man, it really sucks this guy's not going to be able to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. he knew what he was doing. Well, yeah. So anyway, all this. So this guy, after after all this, this Bohannon guy, among other things, we have, we have some of the court documents that show exactly what the messages say. So Bohannon, the baseball coach at Alabama, texted with the better, uh, allegedly Neff, and said, hammer, all caps. I guess this is indicating like, Oh, you got to make sure you hammer this, right? Mm-hmm. Then he said that that pitcher is out for sure. Let me know when I can tell LSU, hurry. So he's, it sounds like by that, clear, you can you can kind of see an idea there of 
Well, he's saying, go place your wager because I'm about to tell this to LSU and then it'll be public mm-hmm. and then everybody will know. And maybe that'll change the line. Uh, it says shortly after receiving the message from Bohannon, the better attempted to place a $100,000 wager on the LSU baseball team at Bet MGM Sportsbook. Uh, the staff limited the better to a $15,000 wager. Now, this is the part that got me. The suspicious activity included the better's insistent demeanor to get the bet placed and statements to Sportsbook staff that the bet was, quote, for sure going to win. And, quote, if only you guys knew what I knew. <laughs> what an idiot. Jesus. <laughs> then it goes further. The suspicious activity also included the better showing sportsbook staff messages from Bohannon and explaining that the messages were Bohannon informing the informing the better that Alabama ah. was scratching its starting pitcher before the game and before Bohannon alerted LSU. Guys, look, not only are you going to lose a bunch of money, yeah, because he's he's going to win, which means the casino loses, the house loses. Not only am I guaranteeing you're going to lose a bunch of money, here's my proof. Right. This baseball coach tipped me off. Like, one way to make sure you do not get a bet place is if you tell the people taking your wager, you are for sure going to lose on this. I know. Please let me put more money on it. <laughs> he thought, I guess this guy was dumb enough to oh think my God. they were trying to protect him from himself. And he's like, no, guys, you got to understand. It's a sure thing. Now, of course, it's not a sure thing. Even if they won eight to six, it's not like that LSU went out and rolled 15 to nothing. This was still a semi close game. There are other Players on the field, not just this staff ace, but in either case, uh, the bets don't matter now because they also have this guy texting the other 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 people involved who are gambling, who he texted, hey, make sure you delete your messages and destroy your phones. And anyway, so baseball coach got fired and he got a 15-year show cause penalty. 15-year show cause, yes. Yes. Uh, April 8th is going to be quite a day. I'm going to tell you why coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. You're going to find traffic is stop and go on northbound 71 on the north side between 670 and 11th Avenue. About a five-minute delay there. And an accident on the right shoulder of southbound 270 on the west outer belt between Roberts Road and I-70. This report is sponsored by Jackson Hewitt. It matters who does your taxes. When you get your biggest tax refund from Jackson Hewitt, prepare to shout Jackson Hugh yeah from the rooftops. In the event you don't get your biggest refund, you will get your money back plus 100 bucks. I'm Nicole for 97.1. The fan traffic. Stone. You wanted the best. Instead, you got these two. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Thursday. So glad you've tuned in. Three hours a day, every single day. And if you happen to miss a morsel of the show, then please subscribe to the podcast. Go to wherever you get your podcast. Search Common Man and T-Bone. Click. Subscribe. Every single show comes right to your device free of charge. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Um, I have two very important things to make known to you. Okay. The people of this fine area. Oh, fine area? I, I don't know. Whoever's listening to this show. All right. Thank you. I was going to say fine city, but then I realized like, hey, man, we got people listening all over the place. All right. Which we did. Whatever. Yeah. Um, it's leap year. Yeah. Which means there's going to be a February 29th later yeah. this month. Uh, we did this four years ago. We're going to do it again this year. We are going to pretend that show is not real. That show doesn't exist. You know what? We did it so well four years ago. I forgot we did it. Yeah. I forgot we did that. So it didn't exist. That's right. That's why you've forgotten. Yep, and so exactly. we're going to do it again this year where that show on the 29th will not technically exist, which means 
we were, we're not going to have a podcast of that show. I like Chances that. Chances are that wasn't going to load anyway, but <laughs> I'm yeah. just saying, we're not going to have a podcast well, of that show. So if you want to hear the show, you have to listen live because whatever we say flies into the ether and it's gone forever. Yeah. So we're giving you a heads up. I'm not saying you should do this. In fact, most people would warn you against doing it. But if you want to like tuck out of work early or maybe go into work late if you work late shift or just abandon work and take the day off. Yeah. The only way you're going to hear that show is live three in the P on February 20th. And, and we're going to, we're going to play stupid bits. We're going to tell dumb stories. We're going to play songs because normally we can't play like real clips of songs because then Spotify gets mad and they, they yeah. don't post the podcast. But since there's no podcast that day, we can do whatever the hell we it want. Will, it will be the most music heavy show we've probably ever done. Like where we will play, I don't know, we may break out our top 10 songs of all this? time. We may each do... of us, song of the segment. I like it. That's great. We each get to alternate segments yeah. and Teddy can pop in there too and play Motley Crue. <laughs> it's not just going to be Motley Crue. There is going to be some Motley Crue though. Oh, but Teddy's here? Are we going to get Vince Neil singing now? <laughs> no. Yeah, it's just, it's just, have you watched these videos? I know, he doesn't, he, doesn't know, he doesn't know the words. You know, he doesn't care, he doesn't care, and well, the fans don't no, seem to care. People don't care. They're, they're there, going they're paying like, the money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're all singing the words, they don't need him to sing them. So, February 29th, put it in your calendars now, leap year, leap day show, not real. Yes. That we're going to be extra wacky. You said it, did you say it's a Thursday? I didn't say it's Thursday, so, whatever day it is. I'm glad it's not a Saturday or Sunday because I, I got to be honest, I didn't even check. I just went. Yeah, no, I, I looked. Okay, we, good. All right, we it is looked. a Thursday. It's a Thursday. Yes, so what? Because then that show's really not real. If it's Saturday or Sunday, well, <laughs> it's so not real you won't hear it. Yeah. What I what I would like to point out that means that we will have Wild Card Wednesday, and then we will then have the not real show. Yeah, with where we're still that no, whole week may not be real. Absolutely. And then after that week, our careers may not be real. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. Well, then after that week, I mean, we're in March, so we're going to be real close to getting a tournament time. And then we're just going to blow off tournaments for, you know, Big Ten tournament and NCAA tournament. And and what? NCAA tournament. Oh, okay. To watch other teams play. Yeah, not the men's team. I I was confused. No, no. Oh, then we'll have Chris Holtman's team to watch in the tournament. No, 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 no. No, you won't. I'm going to be watching Kevin McGuff's team host and hopefully a couple tournament games here. But yeah, I mean, and then we got the men's tournament going. We'll be watching all that for just brackets and stuff. Sure, we're not going to watch the whole man. You never invite me to the women's games with you. Uh, You know what? It it hurts me. It wounds me. I will invite you the next time I go. I actually. Well, they're playing tonight, aren't they? Yeah, I I I got something tonight. I got bas- I'm, I got my own basketball practice tonight. I got I got uh, Teddy. ten and twelve year olds. You want to go with me to the Buckeye women's game tonight? Hell with this guy. Yeah, you and I will yeah. go over tonight. Yeah. Me and you. Yeah. What time's yeah. it start? I can only afford one. What, what seat, time's though? What time's it start? I'll, I'll tell you what time it starts. Starts at six. Yeah. So you're gonna leave early? How are you getting there? We'll be fashionably late. I mean, oh, it take yeah. you fifteen minutes to get over there. I'll tell you now. I will say this for anybody who wants to know: if you are looking, you're like, oh, I've heard about Caitlin Clark game, and that was great. I want to go to a game like that. Sunday noon, Indiana top ten team, Buckeyes top ten team. That's a matchup. Like this, this Wisconsin game is tough. But then after that, that Indiana game, I think, is at noon on is that Sunday game here. Yeah, all right. It's I'm at going. the shot. I'm, I'm telling you, that's that's one to check. Let's all go. I think I I think I can swing it. Who, who's Indiana's best player? Oh, I forget. Because I'm going to run on the court know. and just close liner. No. <laughs> That's all that you wait till after the game's over. Well, that's what I mean. After then, the game's over, I'll run on the court. And actually, what you do is you just run onto the court and look at your phone and let them run into you, and then let a, ma- a national media firestorm erupt around that. 
Who's the coach for Indiana? I don't know. Muffin Bob, McGrew? Bobby Knight. No. Bobby spelled with an I. No, I don't. I have no idea. <laughs> Bobby Knight. Yeah. I don't know who's the coach. Dead Bobby yeah. Knight. I don't know Indiana's. I don't, I don't pay a lot of attention to Indiana All basketball. Right. Anyway. I just know they're good. All right. February 29th. Show's not real. Yeah. Saturday, I clothesline someone from Indiana women's basketball. Don't do that. No. Um, also, Terry Morin, by the way, is their head coach. And that'll be Sunday, not Saturday. Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, not Saturday. Yeah. yeah I'm clotheslining got, somebody else on Saturday. You got the NHL skills competition, or the all-star game to watch on Saturday now. Yeah. that's You got to, come on. Mm-hmm. Got to clear the calendar for that. April 8th is the other day I want you to remember. Yes. Uh, April 8th. The Guardians will be opening at home. Okay. Okay. I'm, great. Baseball season will be back. That'll the, be fun. The end. And that's all you have to remember. No. <laughs> no. Also April 8th, total solar eclipse. Oh, yeah. This is a big deal. Total solar eclipse. I have to play the song because I just have to. I'm sorry. I thought I could get through the segment without playing it. I was wrong. What song is this? Total Eclipse of the Heart. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I forgot. Bonnie Tyler. Yeah. Bonnie with an I. Yes. There's an I in there. There is an I in there. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. There's, a, there's an E at the end. I know, but it's, there's an I too. I, in there. I and then an E. Okay. Anyway, the Total Eclipse is supposed to hit Cleveland at 313. Yeah. Now, normally, when the Guardians open at home, they're, they're playing an afternoon game. Oh, yeah. Right? I, you would think. I mean, but I... I assume they wouldn't be able... They have not assigned a time for this game yet. They're trying to figure it out. Do they put it at four? Where again, you're, you're going you're to the game... You're coming out of it. Right. It's still going on. Yeah. You're heading to the game. I'm oh. sorry. We have to turn this up. What's the difference? Who cares about Spotify? Yeah, Bonnie. Anywho. Sing it. Sing it, gal. They have to make a decision... Yeah. What time they put this game? Do you put it at a night game? Wait for everything to be over? Or do you just say, hell, you know what? Hell with it. I think you One have to have... o'clock start, and we're going to have the eclipse right in the middle of the game. Here, here's what I say, right? Baseball is a celebration. Uh, opening day, I mean, of baseball is certainly a celebration. It's been a long winter. It's a sign that warmer days and, and the, the, the days of summer are here. The boys of summer are back. All that stuff. I say what you do is this. You, you combine two things. Because for, you know... Millennia, humans have looked at things in the skies when there have been solstices and eclipses and blood moons and all that. And people have said, oh, let's have a big hedonistic gathering of, I don't know, whatever you do in or, your orgy culture. Fest. Maybe it's right? that. Maybe Sac- Sacrifice some Sacrifices, some gods. orgies. You got all kinds of stuff, right? It's a, you bring food. You have a, all pot kinds luck, of stuff. Just yeah. potluck. Right, everything that you, you give it all to the gods. That's what Stonehenge was. Just a bunch of big tables to put the potluck on. Yeah, and, stone and, tables. And the orgies. You were having orgies on some of the tables, food on the not other. Not on the same ones, though. No, That's like, not sanitary. This is a casserole Stonehenge over here. If you wanted the orgy Stonehenge, <laughs> that's right, over right. there. The, <laughs> the stone people brought tuna helper casserole. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they're like what do you mean you had you made tuna helper casserole I mean, we're gonna all get together and have I, sex you're gonna smell like tuna now i hauled this rock from 500 miles away with no modern tools you couldn't bake like real tuna casserole you had to use helper i went out to south america to find a tuna <laughs> right so anyway i'm just saying we should combine the celebration 
I think you get to the ballpark early. You have no clothes on. You have a little bit of nudism to start. You have some hedonistic adventures going on. You let the solar eclipse happen. You, you, I don't know, get a tattoo of somebody's face on your arm. And then after that, you, you wipe yourself off. You clean up. You get some baseball gear on. And then you have the game at like five. And then you have a celebration of the opening day as you normally would after everyone's gotten a little closer before while the uh, solar eclipse was happening. You're right. Lean into it. Yeah. Embrace the Have eclipse. like the hot dog race on the field with the sun god Ra. <laughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, direct you to center field. <laughs> yes. I'm with all of this. I say let's do it. They won't, though. They'll They'll have a night game. Now, again, if you're saying, well, what's the big deal? We've seen eclipses before. Not this. This is a total, total solar eclipse. eclipse, okay? The next time you're going to see something like this, you won't because we'll all be dead. 2040, well, 2444 is what it is. Twenty. I can't read hang numbers. On, hang on. 2444. Let's, let's pause. There have been total eclipses. What that, is, what that article is saying is in Cleveland, yes. they've not had a total eclipse in Cleveland for the next one's coming in 400 years or uh yeah roughly right and we're going to be under the the total eclipse thing we're too we're right we're right near the border i think it's yeah i think it's the further north you are in columbus yes but there's an arc that goes from like well i actually know it goes from cleveland down to texas and that's the uh, the little how path. do you, how do you know that well this morning i may have sent a text message to a uh, hall of fame broadcaster and writer and our buddy jason stark who you will hear every week here on the fan when we start talking to him again during baseball season texted him and said hey i saw that the eclipse is going to happen the same day as opening day in cleveland so let me know if you need a recommendation on the best arby's in northeast ohio and he replied and said i appreciate that but i've actually already got a complete eclipse trip planned and they're heading to austin texas which apparently has uh the chances for better weather there are, are greater there than here. So that's why he's there's going a be- there. There's a better chance for a clear day. I just want to point out that Austin is not, there's no Major League Baseball in Austin, Texas. They're, like he there's is Major not, League Soccer, though, I've been told. I, pff, allegedly. I'm just saying, there's he's not going there and like coupling that with baseball. He is going on an opening weekend. Well, don't you remember basically. the last time there was an eclipse? He went to Oregon? Yes, I know this. He went all the way to Oregon just to watch the eclipse. He loves it. He loves the eclipse. I'm telling you, this is great. Anyway, so yes. Got a nice little text exchange with Jason. I appreciated that, but he won't be there. Should we go? Maybe we should go. I'll be naked. That's fine. Well, Let's whatever happens, I mean, it's gonna the eclipse is gonna happen right as the show is starting. Well, for us I'm, that tell, day. I'm so telling we you, should, this. we should at least run outside and just on the air look at the eclipse. Can we, <laughs> yeah, could we? Could we, that's what we should do? Is get headsets outside? Yeah, so we can just do the first segment outside, like on remote. Why not from outdoors? I mean, we're giving them notice. Yeah, we have the equipment. We can do it. Yeah, that's right. right. We're going to do it. Okay. I like it. So February 29th, uh, not real show. Nope. Uh, April 8th, eclipse show. Hedonistic orgy. Yes. That goes without saying. We're doing the show just in the buff, out in front of the sun. If you want to join us, we'll be out there. We will have... Clothes optional. Yes. I've just been told the Cleveland Guardians will be handing out Mayan calendars, which is great. So you can find out exactly they're also handing out mayan bialik <laughs> she, she's there <laughs> getting fired from jeopardy oh yeah that's right yeah she's, yeah all she's right georgia thoughts. football's getting with the times details next common man and t-bone on the fan 
Fan Traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns Backers. You'll find a disabled vehicle on the right shoulder of southbound 270 on the east outer belt at I-70. And watch out for some debris in the left lane if you're on eastbound 70 on the east side at Kelton Avenue. And downtown is moving a little slow on westbound 70 between the 71 east and west split. This report is sponsored by Allstate. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate, not one based on anyone else. So if you drive safely, you could save money. Good to know. Visit Allstate. State.com or call for a quote today. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Attention. Please flip your listening device to the stupid setting. Thank you. You're listening to Man and Bone. Hey, it's Name That Hole Thursday. The Hole. Yes. <laughs> We're also talking about the eclipse. Yeah. And how that's coming on uh, April 8th. Which Total is eclipse. Guardians opening day. Home opening day. Yes. Uh, this is from TJ, who says Lorraine, Ohio, is less than 30 minutes away from Progressive Field. Oh, my God. And it's in the Eclipse totality area. There's also a Quiznos. How about some bad baseball, bad lighting, and bad diarrhea on April 8th? Oh, my God. Oh, why is it dark outside? I got to pee out my A. <laughs> I, I do. I mean, there's no chance, right, that people don't know this is happening. Right, I mean, I presume the the I amount of I don't know, there man. Ha, are there there ha, are there people that are walking outside one day going, "What in the world is going on?" As everybody else is out there with their Look, little man, let me tell you slits in the you, you turn. <laughs> well, you know, they got the slits in the cardboard box, the little thing you got to make. You got the slit. In my and you mind is just like Hasidic Jews with sheets on. No, little, you have to you have to look through the the slits. So I you got don't it. Get look, the stop blinding. saying slit. You know, <laughs> it's what you do. Stop. Tell me, am I wrong? Didn't you make those in school? When they had one of these, you yes, had to make a little box. Stop, you got to put a slit. Slits you got a slit in the box. Yeah, and you look through that. It's like a shoe box. I remember making this. Sea hole. No, you've got to make. <laughs> I'm a guy. <laughs> We're going to Quiznos. <laughs> what was I going to say? I, I had something to say. I don't know. You were interrupting me as oh, I was you trying said, to do is a anybody, Is project. everybody aware of this? Yeah, I, look. We we think that we we think. Hey, it's a me, Mario. Look through the slit. <laughs> anyway, all right. Anyway, we think that everybody knows about this, but when you turn on the local news in July, what's yeah. the first thing they tell you when the news starts? Hey, just so you know, it's hot. <laughs> it's hot. It's like, I got that. I Don't walked outside. Don't run a marathon outside. Stay inside and drink plenty of liquids. So I'm sure on April 8th, you watch the news, and it's going to be like, hey, top story today. Where's the sun? Yeah, that's. I would hope so. Just so you know, it's happening today. Where If you yes. walk out at 3 o'clock and so, you said, where's the sun? It's because of this. You're right. The people who watch the news will have it covered. What will the other 93% of people do? Because <laughs> the rest. Because I don't know what they're going to all do to get the message. Maybe but I put a little alert on their phone. No, you know what it is, honestly? Thank God no for sun today. Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Because that is how... And Facebook. Like, that is how the rest of everybody will find out. Right? Because every account will have something on this. There will be a million posts about it. That's how most people will see it. I guarantee you. Does the eclipse need influencers? Oh, it doesn't need it, but they will exist. There will be in my mind influencers. Whoever's in charge of the eclipse, 
hires influencers to get the word out. <laughs> who's about the? I don't know who's, who's in, charge in charge of the eclipse. Of the eclipse. I don't eclipse. know. I'm. You know what? I'm guessing Kelsey and and uh, Taylor Swift. Oh, that's right. Because they're in charge yeah. of everything. By the way, I just the like. The people who doubt we went to the moon and the people who think it's a flat earth and the people who think that all this stuff that NASA sends out is fake. What do they do when the entire city where they live is just in darkness in the middle of the day? And NASA's like, you know why that is? Because the moon is going to pass in between us and the sun and it's going to block it. And guess what? It's going to happen exactly at this time, exactly on this date. And we know this and we've known it for like dozens of years because we live in the Truman Show. And then it's what? all just made for us by oh, the, the okay. corporate overlords. I see. We're all just in a big dome. I see. So it's <laughs> so they make these little shows for us once wouldn't in a it, while. Like, oh, look, there's space out wouldn't there. Wouldn't it be easier to just never have eclipses then? Because that seems like a huge no. undertaking to then just be like, yeah, we we did this. I'm just I'm just pointing out. They drug the water. They can literally tell you by what zip code you live in, whether or not you'll see this thing and how much of it you'll see and how long it's going to last. And you can look it up on maps. They're everywhere, including NASA.gov. That's what they... NASA.gov. I'm just, well, I'm saying, if they were lying, then it wouldn't happen. And if they were wrong, because they're no, stupid, they're they don't know what they're doing, it would be wrong. They control it. Oh, That's I That's why it They control happen. it. They Why do they... What are they controlling? The sun? Yes. Okay. After being one of the final holdouts in the SEC, Georgia will open beer sales to all fans at home football games in 2024. That's nice. Oh, yeah. Uh, Georgia and Auburn were the final two SEC schools to not sell beer to the general public. Now, for the last couple of years, they have been selling beer in special sections. You know, with the corporate and the club level and the suites. Right. But not for just the mouth breathers. No beer for you. Uh, for some reason, they also have been selling beer at men's and women's basketball games and baseball and softball games. So if you're a Georgia fan and you went to any of those events, you could buy a beer. But at the football games, no. What? That's all going to change. What? Yeah. I don't know why. That's I don't so know why. Stupid. It makes no sense. Everything's dumb about that. I hate it. I don't I don't I don't know why people act like we talked about this when Ohio State did it. People are like, oh my gosh, if we allow people to drink, you will have drunks in the stadium as opposed to now where everyone's, it's like going to mass. No, it's not. It's, there's drunks in the stadium now. There'll be drunks in the stadium when you sell beer. There will be underage drinking in the stadium always, not because you're selling beer, because underage kids find a way to sneak beer and alcohol into events. Or they get wasted in the parking lot. Or they get wasted in the parking lot. Right. The point is, I have said this and I don't know if it's, I don't know. Some, I would love for someone to study it scientifically and tell me if I'm wrong, because maybe I am. But my hunch is that there are people, my hunch, you like that? I got a lot of hunches. I got the gears. I got a hunch. No, my hunch is that people knowing that there's beer in the stadium will say, I might drink two or three out here. I'll get one in there if I want another one. As opposed to when it's not in there, they're like, I got to load up. And they chug three more before they go in and they walk in more wasted than they would if they actually just go to the game in a moderate fashion. That's right. Telling you. I'm, w- I'm with you. I'm not arguing with you. Stop arguing with me. I'm not- <laughs> Stop yelling at me, too, while you're at it. Offensive, like it. offensive analyst Tom Moore is returning to the Tampa Bay Bucks next season. Why is this notable? Well, because Tom Moore is 85. Can you imagine doing this job at 85? No. Probably would sound a lot like this. Just a couple guys with Yay! dementia. Chuckling yeah. over slits and slots and <laughs> hunch and 
I got a hunch. I got a hunch. You're going to have a box and you're going to have a little slit in it. You're going to watch it. You're going to watch the eclipse. Don't look directly at the eclipse, though. You know Uh, that, right? All right. Next, I'm going to do, I'm going to, we're going to really, uh, (laughs) say it again. Stop. Just let me. I'm trying to help you. No, you're not helping me. No, I'm not. You're, you're baiting me. Mm. All right. Stop it. I'm, I'm not doing anything. I'm biting my lip. I'm just sitting here. Right. He is the master at that. Thank you, Ted. I know. He, he says he's doing nothing. He's doing everything. I'm not doing it. I'm looking at a map of totality right now. Okay. <laughs> I am. Good band name. <laughs> map of totality. <laughs> All right. Yeah. We're going to really, really dive into some good stuff coming up next. What? Well, what does that even mean? I got a, I got a good story. Oh, okay. I got a good story here. We're going to class up this joint. We're going to talk about shaving your head and OnlyFans. Oh, okay. Good. Thank God. Uh, lots of slits and slots. <laughs> a lot of it. Shoots and ladders. Shoots and ladders is exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> slits and slots. It's like Operation, where you put the little tweezers <laughs> through the slot. It gives you a little... Bzzz. That's right. All right. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns Backers. You'll find a disabled vehicle on the right shoulder if you're on southbound 270 on the east outer belt at 33. Crews are on scene there, causing some slowdown. And we've got an accident on the right shoulder of southbound 270 on the west outer belt between Roberts Road and I-70. This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Temperatures getting low, but demand remaining high? You need Indeed. Their all-in-one platform helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. And Indeed's interview tool lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from their website. Visit indeed.com slash credit. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Highly medicated, barely educated. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Name That Hold Day. Oh, do we have a sound effect for that? Yeah. Okay. A-hole. Thank you. I have I have another one for you. I've, you got, like. I've got some too. Let me know. But go well, ahead. I, mean, with I, yours. I, have, I just said I had one. Okay, go ahead. All right. My girlfriend and I are both college students. Listen to this. I, I can tell you're not paying attention. I'm to listening, me. right? My girlfriend and I are college we have, students. We have to pass judgment on this. Okay. I, I, I'm listening to you right now. My girlfriend and I are both college students. She lives in an apartment on her own. I live with my parents. On right. Sunday, my girlfriend made homemade lasagna for our date night. She made everything from scratch, including the noodles. It was really good. So after we finished, I asked if I could take some lasagna home for my family to try. She said, yes. When I left that night, I took the tray of lasagna with me. My girlfriend didn't see me walk out, so she didn't see me take the tray. Okay. On Monday, I get a text from my girlfriend asking where the lasagna was. I told her I'd taken it home for my family. She said, I thought you were going to take some, not the whole thing. I spent most of my food budget for the week on it with the intentions to eat leftovers for the rest of the week. Now I don't know what I'm going to eat. Oh, I felt bad and apologized, but pointed out that I had asked her if I could take it home and she didn't tell me that I couldn't take the whole tray. She said it should have been obvious that I shouldn't take the whole thing since the tray was so big. To be fair to her, it was a really big tray. My family of five only just finished the tray yesterday after eating it for dinner both nights. (laughs) Oh, hold on. But I'm not, I'm not done. Okay. okay. Just, just wait. Okay. Okay. But I don't think the size of the tray makes it obvious that I shouldn't take oh, it. Oh, these kids are not going to be long for this world. Monday night and last night. Oh, my God. 
My girlfriend complained that she had to eat instant noodles for dinner. Yeah. So that she wouldn't blow her food budget. Yeah. Today, she's asking me if I can buy her a sandwich since I took her leftovers for the week. It sucks that she spent her food budget on lasagna, but I think it's her fault for not being clear that I shouldn't take the whole thing. I don't think she is justified in asking me to buy her lunch now because of it. She called me an a-hole for not not being willing to help her out. I'd call you more than that. All right, so here's the thing. I have my thoughts on this. I think at first it was just confusion. Okay innocent mistake maybe a boneheaded mistake that you took the entire tray of lasagna but then innocent mistake she calls you on it you then say oh my god you're right why did i take the whole thing i had no idea you spent most of your food on this uh since we date each other and see each other very often and considering we didn't eat it all i'll bring it back let me bring some of it back not let me keep it for the entire family okay (laughs) and then when she starts to hint to you i don't have any money now yeah, And she says, can you do me a favor and just buy me a sandwich? And you think that's an unfair request? Buddy, I got something for you. Marriage is not for you. No way. This is this relationship's not for you. What? I don't even say you're an a-hole. I go b-hole on this guy. I was going to say it's at least b-hole. Like, the fact that she's saying you should buy, please buy me. Number one, I didn't know you were going to take the whole tray. All right, miscommunication. Then you go, oh, I'm so sorry. Let me bring it back for you. Because you know what? I feel bad. I would never have taken it if I knew all that. Easy fix. Didn't do that. Or let me buy you lunch for the rest of the week. Then or it's, wh- then, whatever. Then it's like, hey, you know what? I've got money. I'll I've, I'll go out and get you a few things to help replace that because I really want to eat this lasagna and I'm a selfish a-hole. And then at least that way you stay in a-hole land when you're like, also eat, enjoy the ramen. That sucks to be like, oh my God, she's complaining about a sandwich. Why do I have to buy you a sandwich? I don't understand. I ate all your food. It's not my fault. You spent all your money on the lasagna. I mean, to make for me. Like, you made it to like to give to other people to a degree, but you also were planning on eating some of it. But I'm saying she made something that you didn't have to cook, right? And then you both enjoyed it. All right, so I say B-hole on this guy. At least a B-hole. Teddy? Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. At first, it was just a little confusion. Yeah. And then it just sort of escalated, and he made it worse. And then, yeah, he's definitely a B-hole. B-hole. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay. I'm glad we glad we had this moment to kind of, you know, work on it and figure it out, but... Don't be that bad. Don't do that. Uh, former UFC fighter Paige Van Zant is apparently an OnlyFans model now. I didn't know that. I thought we did know that. Maybe I did, and I I forgot. But if I remembered, is she totally nude on there? Because I may have to check that. I, mean, out. I don't know what uh, I don't know what you use OnlyFans for, but I presume that it's well, not not all all of it's nude. I know. So I'm, I'm just, just saying. Like, here's my foot. Some of it's uh, <laughs> maybe she's watch uh, me eat, you know, spicy food. Let's and, see, I'm on her. Uh, let's go on the t- on the Twitter here. Oh, all right, she's got some. She's got, I don't know. She's got some. Oh yeah, there's some just there's provocative some, or there's a lot of tasteful, tasteful, barely clothed things happening. What do you, when you say barely clothed, well, like there's there's a she's got again. This is on her Twitter. She's got photos. Uh, she's not going to give away the goods on Twitter. You probably have to subscribe. No, but she's got photos where she's with uh, a dude. She's married. Yeah. Well, it says it's it's her and a dude, and they're both topless, and they're she. You can't see anything, but they've got everything's just tastefully covered there. But yeah, I'm guessing there's some spicy content on there okay. for sure. A- any yeah. anywho, yeah. Uh, she does a podcast with her husband. And she told a story about how she turned down $50,000 
to cut her hair really short, there was a, a guy mm-hmm. who subscribes to her OnlyFans who said, hey, I got 50 grand. I want you to cut your hair the way that I want it cut. Okay. So a little, it's short and a little buzz in the back. Okay. You know, so maybe you could put a little design in it. Yeah. However, I want you to take the hair and send it to me. That's part of the deal. And how much did he want to offer? $50,000. Done. She said Done. that that creeped her out. Not the idea of cutting her hair, but the idea of sending the hair to the guy. She says she has no problem, I guess, selling provocative photos of herself, but for some reason, sending her hair to this guy was a problem. Well, if you get your hair cut, where's it going anyway? Right in the trash, right? Yes, but presumably I mean, this guy's going to make like a pillow out of it and... I don't know. Listen what, to the Jerky Boys. I don't know what everybody thinks people are doing on OnlyFans that are subscribing I, to your aware. channel. I'm, I'm just I'm, saying. I'm with you. They're not typically looking at it, going, "Wow, this is art," and I'll I will appreciate this art from a distance. That's that's right. They're getting heavily involved, shall right. we say? So perhaps yeah. though, though th- this guy is a scientist, and now he has your DNA, and oh, he can create no. some sort of Paige Van Zant voodoo doll. Vo- yeah, go ahead. I mean, I I don't know. Anywho. How much would it take for you to do that? I shave my head every week. What no, and about? then, no. Oh, I'll send it. Not I'll, to shave your you head. Let's say, bone for you, you got to trim off the entire beard. Okay. Trim off the entire beard, you got to put it in a bag, and you got to send it to somebody. Well, here's the thing. For an amount of money. I, number one, I would, I would do, I would mess with my hair all the time. I would, I would shave the, the beard off, but I know that you don't like it. My wife is not a fan either. But she would deal with it. It's you, not, let, let me tell you. No, something. and I, if I shave all the beard off, you are you're freaked out. I well, because first of all, I'm not used to it. I know you're not. And what your beard hides? Yes, you have. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm trying to no, say just, this as just say it the way you need to. You say You have it. the roundest. I know. Face. I know. Of anyone I've ever met, I'm it's very round. It's face. like Maynard James Keenan, Keenan, a perfect circle. <laughs> Yeah. It, it, it is I know it's round. shockingly round. I know this no, about you myself. No, no, I do know. I've seen it. I know my face. It's shockingly round. Yes. And so when you don't have any hair on there, it freaks me out. Now, if I'm sure if you just, that was your new look, I'd get used to it, is what I'm saying. Like right. if Teddy grew a beard, I wouldn't know what to do with that because I've never seen Teddy with any facial hair. Teddy, have you ever tried to grow a beard? I've never actually thought to ask you this question. Not a beard. I tried to do like a goatee, but it's kind of scraggly looking. But uh, okay. When did you do this? Years ago. Did you know me? Um, I'm not sure if it was... It may have been before that. Yeah. Okay. That was when... Teddy was playing for Amanda Clear Creek, but it was <laughs> cruising around in his eye rock, Blair and Molly Crew and Skid Row. I yeah. couldn't grow hair back when I was banging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Teddy, right. Teddy, how much money would it take for you to cut off all your hair and send it to someone? I like that fifty grand. Fifty grand? Yeah. But Ted, you would do it for forty nine nine, wouldn't you? Yeah. Okay. I'm saying it's lower than that for you. Is it ten? Yeah. Would you yeah. do it for ten? I don't 10 grand, know about cash it. money. Ten thousand dollars on the table right now. You get ten G's. Right there. Cash money. Shave your head. I think I'd hold out your for wife, more. Your wife's calling. <laughs> I can hear her. Yeah. Take the money. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, can I'll shave your head tonight. Yeah. Well, I, would, I mean, a, yeah. I would send hair clippings out for basically nothing. Like, I just, I mean, I don't care. What am I going to do with it? What, what do I care what you're doing if with I, it? If I cut off all my hair and sold it on eBay, what do you think a listener would pay for it? 
I mean, probably it would reach thousands of dollars. No, I don't think it would. I'd I say think, a thousand. I think, no, I don't yeah, think, I think, think you might. Thousand. I think you'd get like two or three grand. I think someone would be sick enough to do that. I also imagine under your head, like the poofiness of your hair is just, you have very thin hair and your head is just shaped like that. That's what I hope is that it's actually just the shape of what's under your head. I do have a Gorbachev. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. Mark. You have a birthmark. Cause up I there. did shave my head when I was in high school. I shaved it. Yeah. And then I'm like, Oh, well, look at this thing. <laughs> well, you never know until you do it. It's not as big as the Gorbachev one, but it's, uh, it's unsightly. You've got a Gorby. I got it. Yes. You got a Gorby. I got a Gorby. Mm-hmm. Yes. Degenerate T-Bone <laughs> is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns Backers. We've got a, a few slow-moving spots to watch out for. A five-minute delay on eastbound 70 on the east side between James Road and 270. And a couple minutes slowdown if you're on westbound 161 between New Albany Road and Hamilton Road. And the usual downtown spot is slow. Eastbound 70 between the 71 West Split and Livingston Avenue. This report is sponsored by Direct Auto. Safe Auto Insurance is now Direct Auto Insurance. New name, same low-down payments. Go to directauto.com. For a free quote, I'm Nicole for 97.1, the fan traffic. Did you feel that? It's your radio getting fatter. Getting fatter. Chubby time. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Thursday. It's name that whole Thursday. Uh, yes, that's a thing. Yes, it's new. So if you missed any of the show today, go back, listen to the podcast uh, at some point. Yeah. Or just continue to listen to the show today and then you'll catch on very easily. Sounds good. If you've got too much money in your pocket, don't worry. Bone's going to change that because you're going to lose some now. It's Degenerate T-Bone. Common Man in T-Bones. Degenerate T-Bone. Degenerate T-Bone. T-Bone's picks for the weekend. Sponsored by Ohio Health. Choose between virtual or in-person appointments at 200-plus care sites. Providing the finest care anywhere. OhioHealth.com slash finest care. Bone. All right, man. I'm going to give you a couple of basketball games tonight because we have got some decent action. I will start, actually, with women's college basketball. I've been trying to watch a little of that, get a little more informed because there's some opportunities in women's basketball. I'll give you a heads up on Ohio State women's basketball. Tonight, they're playing Wisconsin at the shop. That game starts at 6. You can hear the coverage on 1460 ESPN. Uh, the women are favored in this game, the OSU women's basketball team, by 25 and a half wow. over Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin, not very good. Their, their best player turns the ball over a lot. I couldn't find any numbers on that, but like as far as a line, but if you see that, just pay attention to it. The over-under, though, is something to look at. 139.5. The, the knock will be here. How quickly, do the, how quickly does Ohio State put this one away, basically? And I'm guessing by midway through the third quarter, you're going to see them up big. How much do they keep their foot on the gas? That's what makes this over-under a little dicey because it's not that big of an over-under. Usually, Buckeyes are averaging scoring around 80 a game, so this could definitely happen. I think it's just a matter of how quickly do they rest everybody, but you know what? I'm going to say take the over. I think they keep the pedal down for quite a bit against Wisconsin tonight and then get themselves ready for a big game against Indiana. Also a game to look at, women's basketball, if you can find odds on it. I did. Uh, this is Notre Dame at Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech, not a great team this year. I believe Notre Dame is favored in this one by a little over, I think it's nine points is the favorite. Nine and a half is what they're favored by. I would lay the nine points. I actually think Notre Dame could be good by up to two touchdowns in this game. They're on the road, but 
Hannah Hidalgo, their star point guard, is electric. She's scoring over 20 a game. If you're looking for someone who compares statistically to Caitlin Clark, very different type of player, but she puts up similar numbers to Caitlin Clark. I would say watch this game if you get a chance to, but definitely anything under 14 points, I would say, yeah, you feel confident on that line for Notre Dame. Lakers and Celtics tonight in the NBA. Of course, that's a huge matchup, except for the fact the Lakers are not playing well right now. And no LeBron James, no Anthony Davis. Both of them today out with tendon issues, tendon, tendon injuries, tendonitis. Not gingivitis, tendonitis. But they, in either they case, also have gingivitis. Yeah, but in either case, uh, I would say on that particular front, one thing to look at is Kristaps Porzingis for the Celtics. I think he's playing well. I think he's going to have a great game because they do not have much to throw at him when Anthony Davis isn't on the floor. So, yeah, I would say anything that you see on that line, I I go ahead and bang the Celtics to cover. I think the Celtics go ahead and put up a pretty big W here. And I also think that Kristaps Porzingis should have a pretty good night. So those are my picks that I've got for you this week, Mike. Thanks, Bone. Next week, Super Bowl betting extravaganza. Thanks, Bone. Are you ready for that? Yeah. I'm not. You know what I'm excited for? What's that? The NBA draft is expanding to a two-night extravaganza. So you got the first oh. round one yeah, night. That's what we need. There's only two rounds of the draft, and then you need a whole another night for the second round. I don't. I, I'm about this. I'm about at this point with the NFL draft. Like, but I definitely don't need it in the NBA draft. You can do the first round of the NFL draft, first round of the NBA draft, and then just send out the rest of the picks once they're done. Maybe you're someone who's like second and third round. Or, okay, fine. In the NFL, there's what seven rounds. Go ahead and send out the second round, the second and third round picks. Let's have another night for that. The rest of it you can have behind closed doors. Are you sitting around watching this all Saturday? I, I mean, if you are, God bless. I know that we all tell ourselves we know anything about these players. Most of us don't. All right? So, to me, that's pretty useless. When it comes to the NBA, anything after the first night? No, I don't. I mean, I, I'll see those first-round picks, and halfway through that, my eyes will glaze over because most of us don't know those players. Cray Cray Jim Harbaugh had his uh, introductory press conference with the Chargers today. I have not seen anything from it if he was extra wacky we will monitor that extra wacky extra wacky now with even more wacky mm-hmm. uh cbs sports held a conference call this afternoon about the super bowl they said uh, inventories all sold out on both cbs and nickelodeon because they got the kids broadcast oh, yeah, I forgot on nickelodeon um also tony romo was on the call and he was asked why do you keep saying taylor swift and kelsey are married he said he's just having fun with that. He, I, know, he knows they're he, not I figured he was. married. But yeah. he was asked that question today. He did answer it. So hmm. That's good. There's that. Yeah, well, good for him. I'm glad he at least acknowledged that it was stupid fun. It's name that hole today. Uh-oh, I forgot my thing. Yeah, turn it back on. All right. You, A-hole. That's right. you. So here's how it works. Uh, you send us stories, and you simply ask, who's the a-hole here? Is it me? Is it this other person? And perhaps, you know, after a discussion, we determine there's no hole. No hole. We've been sprinkling these throughout the program today, but our official Name That Hole segment is coming up at 534. Coming up next, Fat Boy Food Tip. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns Backers. Watch out for an accident blocking the left lane of the east outer belt northbound 270 ramp to Morse Road. Emergency crews are on scene there. We also have an accident on the right shoulder of eastbound 670 at Leonard Avenue. Traffic is stop and go from 3rd Street. 
This report is sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. Strong enough for a Mastiff, but gentle enough for a Chihuahua. Invisible Fence brand is more than a fence. Customized for every pet, every need, and every yard, their hands-on training and exclusive technology ensures your pet is protected while giving them more room to run. Learn more at InvisibleFence.com. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Track. Objects in radio may be dumber than they appear. This is Man and Bone. A hole. <laughs> name that hole. Coming up at 534. And you know what? Sprinkled throughout the whole day. Mm. A hole, B hole, C hole, or no hole. That's right. Yeah. That's the criteria today. Um, fat boy food tip. Now, if you're saying, man, you guys are doing a lot of fat boy food tips. Well, we decided in 2024 to try and do one every single day. As much as we can, yeah. Yeah. And so today we don't have really any news to share with you. But earlier in the week, I talked about how Burger King has dropped a new candied bacon Whopper. And our resident Burger King expert, mm. to bone has had one. Well, I figured you weren't going to go. And, well, I, and not- I, go, I go probably once every few weeks. I hit up a Burger King, if not sooner. Okay. So I thought, next time I go, I'm getting that. So today I had a hankering and decided I'm going to go try it. So I went and ordered it through the drive-thru, picked it up, pulled into the parking lot. So I was right next to the store and ate it like a true fat ass. Good. Because I, I wanted to see That's how That's the way you should. Right away. Fresh. I, yeah, exactly right. Did you make any omissions? Nope. I ordered it. The, I didn't say, I said, give me that, please. And that was it. So it just got it the way it comes because I figured the first time I have it, I want to try it as it is. Now, we talked about this burger a while ago, or a couple days ago, so I knew it had candy bacon on it. It has bacon jam on it. Jam. It also has lettuce, tomato, and a garlic aioli. Which excited me. Well, there's I a, like anything with garlic aioli. Yeah. So I'm eating this thing, first couple bites. It was delicious. I, I, I really enjoyed it. I don't want it to sound like I don't. However, I knew there was garlic aioli on it, and as I'm eating it, I'm going, you know, I'm getting a ton of the bacon jam. I'm getting little to none of the garlic aioli. I saw it. That's disappointing. But I wasn't tasting it as much. I think it got a little overpowered by the bacon jam until the final couple bites. It was like all the garlic. I think the aioli had just gone to that side or something. So when I got to the final few bites, it was like nothing but garlic aioli, which was delicious. So I'm saying if it's evenly proportioned, I think it would be even better. Uh, So what do you rate it? Oh, it's like a solid eight out of ten. Okay. I would say, yeah, it's 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 very much if you're a Burger King person now, and now you, you like going okay, there. That's my question. You know that I'm not a Burger King person. Is it good enough for me to go? I mean, again, what do you not like about Burger King? What is the thing that usually annoys you? Because um, then, I mean, because if you're the saying taste, like, the experience, the cleanliness, the fact that I get dysentery every single time that I go, <laughs> what do you well, need I can't, more? Again, um, I can't. Well, no. What I'm saying is. If you don't like the taste of their burgers, it tastes like one of their burgers. No, with- I feel like every time I get a burger there, it's never prepared properly. I, I got like cold ones. Oh, man. I I don't know. I never have that experience. They see me. They, they say, must. oh, common man's here. Rub it on your crotch. No, I, I don't know. But what I'm telling you is, I mean, I like the taste of their burgers. I like that. Whatever they do to make it flame Here's my broiled. question to you. Is it good enough? If it's not, say no. Save, save your time for another one. How do you feel about the level of sweetness when it comes that's, to a sweet and salty that's what gets me because it was if very sweet, sweet overpowers then i'm not going to be a fan it i'm was, not a guy who likes the overly sweet like i said when i got to the aioli on the end of the burger it was a lot better 
So if, but I liked it even, even without that. I like sweet. But if you're not someone who's a huge fan of like sweet barbecue sauces and sweet stuff like that, if you're more of a, I want some zest and some spice and yeah. some heat, this probably is not the burger for you. But I enjoyed it. Somebody said, go there and don't get the jam. No, I'm not going to do that. No, you got to get, you it, gotta get it as it comes. Yeah. I, I, I would like, what I would ask for personally, if I wanted to really be douchey, is I would ask for my own cup of garlic aioli. Like, see if they would pump some out for me on the side. You know what I mean? Don't say pump. I don't like that. What do you mean? Just pump it in a little cup. I don't like it. It's like Arnold then, on social media. I'll keep pumping. Yeah. Keep pumping. That's I don't right. want to hear you say pump. I don't want to hear Arnold okay. say pump. If they could uh, squirt it into a That's cup That's even me. worse. That's what? even How worse. How many ways can you say this? Just have a side. Just get a yeah, side. All you have to aioli. say is have a side of aioli. Okay. There's no pumping or squirting necessary okay. in your description. All right. So give me a cup of aioli. However you get it in the cup, I won't judge. And then that way, if you do find you got it a little too sweet, you could dip into the garlic aioli well, and get a little fine. on each bite. I would I would recommend that possibly. And you could dip your fries in it too. Ooh, I didn't think of that. Delicious. Has anybody taken my suggestion and gone to the furniture store for fries? Uh, I have not. Remember I told you. For $100 fries? No. I did not. The fries aren't $100. It's going to cost you some money. I'm not saying it's affordable. It's not. It's obscene. But this over is... at Easton, they got the Restoration Hardware Furniture Store. On the top level, there is a restaurant. Okay? It's very nice up there. Nice views, fountain, all that crap. You're sitting on the furniture that they have oh, in the my. store. I got I to gotta tell you, when you said restaurant in Restoration Hardware... I mean, I didn't know what I expected, but it, this looks like something that is in... Like, this, yeah, this looks like this is in the middle of New York City. I told you, this is a very nice restaurant. This is the Great Gatsby over here. It's, I had no it, idea what we were getting it's, into. It's very nice. My God. You know, if you get two people, it's probably going to cost you $100. I'm just, I'm telling you that up front. However, they make the best fries. Best They're fries. Fanta- if you like a thin McDonald's type of fry, and they give you a garlic aioli, and they make it fresh every time you order it, and you can go in there at 10 o'clock in the morning and say, give me some fries, they'll make it for you. All right, it does say here, sides, French fries, garlic aioli, 10 bucks. I mean, I'll just, I'll go order my $10 fries, try that. I would try them for yeah, $10. I mean, the, the waiter's probably going to give you a dirty look. Well, I tell them, I'm sorry, you work in a furniture store. And shut the F up. <laughs> That's what I tell them. I'm just saying, did you, you think when you were, of all, you think when you were coming to be a waiter, I, I you were going to be, you were going to be sitting there I next to a sofa for thinking you're, <laughs> you're going to say that. I'm just saying, don't but judge. But you're not going to say that. I would. Because you, you are not a C-hole. <laughs> if you say to me like, wow, must be tough times. You're only getting fries. I'd be like, wow, must be tough why times. Is, why is Greta Van Susteren? I don't know. Because that's I why I assume would be that big well, of a well, jerk. Restoration hardware. Can I get some French fries? Yeah, I'm just saying. I've, I mean, I don't usually let that fly. I don't usually. I reserve myself. But if you're gonna judge me for getting ten dollar fries at your furniture store, then yeah, I'm gonna judge you. That's all. All right. I have nothing against furniture store employees. To be clear, I have a problem with judgy food employees at a furniture store. All right. I didn't say That's they were I judgy. The I just said maybe they they wouldn't be happy with you. That's all I said. Okay. They probably wouldn't tell you that to their face. They would just, you know, well, put something in your food. They could, th- they could think what they want. I'll think what I want. Go That's for fine. the fries. Stay for the fainting couch. Yeah. Now, do you? Do, can you sit at like a table and chairs, or they just have couches and sofas and? No, like- they have little tables. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what their furniture. But looks all like. all the furniture is like very padded. Yeah. It almost makes okay. you want to take a nap. No, see, I'm not. See, I need a sturdy. I'm when I'm eating. I want to be upright. 
I don't like laying, lounging, and oh, eating. Oh, I love it. No, uh, lounging, I, and eat. I love I lounging spill, and eating. I spill. I spill stuff there all should, over there me. There should be a restaurant, and it's just called On the Couch. And then you walk in, and they take you to your own little couch where you could just lay. They give you a bowl of food, and you can lay there and just eat on the couch. Yeah, I'm I, telling you, that's a billion dollar idea. Don't you dare steal it, somebody out there. You know, an alternate name on for, the couch. An alternate name for that place would be called Stained. Because after like the first week, all those couches are going to look disgusting. People are like, oh, does that my garlic aioli that got on your armoire? Whoops-a-doozle. I don't know why you're sitting on an armoire, but whatever. You got my point. It's been a while. Uh, Stain. That's, just, that's the name of that place. This, this is all that's playing when you go in there. Too. <laughs> yes. Aaron Lewis actively works there as a waiter. I'll take the uh, chicken pot pie and be generous with the gravy. <laughs> Oops-a-doozle. It's there again. Spilled it on your couch. Good song. Bad guy, good why'd you, song. Why'd you just do that? Just fade it down. I, I've decided I don't have time to fade anymore. Fade. I'm done, <laughs> time, I'm done no with time fading. Time to fade. That's also a stained Teddy, song. Fade. <laughs> Crossfade. Went on tour with Stained, I'm sure, back in the day. Wasn't that a band? Crossfade? I feel like Crossfade was a band. In fact, I'm. I think almost, you're right, actually. Yeah, I think they were. Yeah, Crossfade was a band. Yep. That's right. Crossfade. Crippler Crossface. Crossfade was cold. Murderer. So far away. That's right. The Deep End. Dead Skin. Mm-hmm. I don't know about Got that. Got a loof that. I'm just, re- I'm just reading there. Pummel, pummel stone. Hmm? Pumice? Pummel. pummel. <laughs> a pommel horse and a pumice stone make a pummel stone, which is where you pummel people with stones. Pummel horse makes me uncomfortable. Pommel. It's not pummel. Pummel. No, pummeling is pummel when you're... Horse. No, it's when you're pummeling, you're beating someone. No, your pommel horse is what you're getting. Is it pommel? Yeah. I had no idea. I think it's two M's and E and an L. Pommel. I had no... I think that's how it is. Well, we'll know in six months when you're obsessed with women's gymnastics. (laughs) Why Why has it got to be women's gymnastics? It could be men's gymnastics I'm interested in. Pommel horse. Yeah, I had no idea. You're right. I never liked basketball before just like last month. It says traditionally it's only used by male gymnasts. Oh, right. That's... Sorry. Pommel horse is the one where they do the like the back and forth swivel thing where they're like swinging around it and then the the vault they used to use pommel horses for the vault oh and then people started like launching themselves chest first into the business end of that thing and uh i think there was some crack sternums and some hurt feelings <laughs> and so they said you know what let's make one that looks more smooth around why the do edges. they just make the men do this why can't the women do the the pommel horse i, I, I don't know I don't know what's up with sexist gymnastics. I, I have no idea. Be sexy gymnastics if you had the, them doing the pommel, 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 pommel. Is there a, is there a skill the women do that the men don't do? I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, are the men vaulting? Are they jumping I don't, I don't on that? Think are, I've they, seen are they the hopping on that little uh, thing and flipping over? Flying through I, the, I haven't seen the men vault. Male vault. Gym, oh, this is a, this, I'm sorry. This is a strip club. Yeah, My bad. Because of the male vault. Oh, they do. It's this oh, they is, do. Okay. There's pictures here of people doing it. Okay, so I don't know. I don't know what there is. I don't know how gymnastics works. Thanks. I've been told that uh, traditionally the uh, like male disciplines of gymnastics is more about strength. Okay. And women, the female athletes, are more about balance and elegance. There you go. Why, they All can't right. be strong. Well, I again maybe they Ted's, should update. Ted's it. saying yeah. traditionally, traditionally. Ted is saying traditionally the way they've yeah. done it. And I agree. And, and a man can't be delicate. I know that's it's, right. It's stupid. Yeah. Of course, it's stupid. Yeah, like, they should suck it. 
That's two right. days in a row with you. Yeah. <laughs> and is that your new thing? Is that instead yeah. of too hot? Is it too hot? Panama Texas, sorry. Yeah, I, like I need that. a new T-shirt. Yeah, let's. Well, yeah, I'm sure we'll get right on that. Yeah, I'm sure oh. they'll make that T-shirt. <laughs> be a cease and desist. They wouldn't, on they that. Let us, well, there's that. They also wouldn't let us make a go to hell T-shirt back in the day. So, well, that's you know what. There's different management now. Old regime. Yeah. All right. The commies have gone. Oh, I thought that was a tease. You're just saying the previous regime commies. Hey, everybody. It's more stained here on the fan. Yes, it is. This one's called So Far Away. This was on the uh, album that's gray. I forget the name of it, but it's gray. (laughs) The gray album by Stained. Everyone knows This is my life. It's also a nice uh, tribute song to Lane Staley. Oh, on on that. Okay, on I, didn't that know, I didn't know that. Why don't you I just forget the name of it? Look, oh, hey, Teddy's got time to crossfade now. So cold. Yeah, there we go. Done. No harsh, harsh. I don't like it. Got to you. Got to have that fader up and down, baby. You know, we had a a sports superstar respond to a medical emergency. Oh yeah, on a plane. So with, we're going to talk about snakes. That. Nope, no oh, snakes. No snakes. No snakes. Okay. Snakes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the live one. I don't want live. No, live's the best. No, I hate live. I'm feeling those lighters. No, get out Fred of here. Fred Durst. Yeah. Don't like you. Okay. Uh, hero on a plane. And holes. <laughs> Go ahead. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns Backers. There's still that accident on the right shoulder of eastbound 670 at Leonard Avenue. Crews are on scene there, causing some delay. And watch out for an accident blocking the right shoulder of the 5th Avenue off-ramp to eastbound 670. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Taco Bell's new cravings value menu is a big deal. Or rather, it's 10 big deals. From new items like the loaded nachos to familiar favorites like the spicy potato soft taco. Check it out at a participating Taco Bell today. Available for a limited time only while supplies. Last. I'm Nicole for 97.1, the fan traffic. Just be glad you aren't as stupid as these two. Oh, yes. This, this is Common Man and T-Bone. Bone and I do all our banging at Hollywood Casino Columbus and their 12,000 square foot sports book. Two huge walls of TVs, food, drink, and perhaps, perhaps, they're going to show the big game there coming up. Mm. So... If you want that Vegas-like atmosphere, but you want to stay close to home, well, good news. Hollywood Casino Columbus has it all for you. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It is Name That Whole Day. It's a new segment, new day that we're doing. Let us know how you like it, or if you don't. I keep turning this down. I know you do. I'm it's stupid. okay. Well, you were, fa- you were doing a lot of crossfade in the last segment, so it's okay. Um, we had... What else was I going to tell you? Oh, for those of you who care, I'm a big Billy Joel fan, okay? And Billy Joel today released his first real new song in 31 years. People are saying 17 years, but, you know, there was some classical stuff. There was a little ballad he did for his then wife, but that doesn't count. This is really the first thing that has sounded like Billy Joel in 31 years. Just one song. Release it today. You can go stream it wherever you stream your stuff. 
I went in with very low expectations because I don't usually care for you know people getting back on the horse that have been off for a while and you sort of compare it to their greatness and it never really it sounds like maybe a, a okay version for an older man you know like the new fraser that came out sucked right you know, you're I, saying, hate, I hate most things usually you're not up for stuff like this yeah, long story long i hate things so i i <laughs> i love billy joel but i went into it this morning listening to the song thinking i was going to hate it i did not hate it i thought it was very very good so if you like Billy Joel, I recommend giving that a listen. You know, I didn't tell you this before the show, but I went and listened to it. You're not going to like it. What are you listening to? I it went for? and listened you to it. You don't like Billy Joel. You're not going to like it. I actually, I was going to tell you, I liked, I liked the song a lot. I you're actually, lying. No, I'm you're not. You're a big liar. No, I'm saying, no, it's not something I'm going to go listen to 20 times because it's not, yes, I don't typically listen to a lot of piano-y type of music. I don't listen to a lot of ballady type of stuff, but I thought that was great for what it is. I actually think his voice, being like an older guy now, it really adds a little yeah, grit the guy's, to it. The guy's in his mid-70s, still yeah. sounds good. No, and I'll tell you, this is not me like softening on Billy Joel. Just yesterday, I was in a gas station, and Piano Man was on in the gas station. I said, ugh. Like, I just instantly was like, oh, my God, get me out of here. Right. I, so I'm just saying, I, I'm not softening say, on I him. I don't know who this T-Bone is. No, but I listened to it, and I thought it actually, I, when it's, what, cause what's it called? Turn the lights turn, turn the lights back on. Yeah. And I'm not going to give anything away if you haven't heard it. But I I thought the lyrics, I was surprised. I thought they I thought he the song is good, the the writing is good. I this just in, T-Bone says Billy Joel not so bad. Well, you know what I enjoyed about it is that I don't know who he wrote the song for. Could have written it for someone in, like his wife. Could have written it I'm it's, guessing it's, he wrote it for a lot of different reasons. Right. There's a I'm, lot of depth to it. What I'm saying is it almost sounds like he's singing it to you. Yeah, the, that's the fan. That's what I'm who's talking been waiting about. Waiting for 31 years. Yeah, it clearly could just be about a girl, or it could be about someone. He, you know, whatever. It could be about you. I think it's all good. So, we had a medical emergency on a plane today. This was documented by somebody on Twitter. Okay, here's how the uh, the thing goes. A woman on my Southwest flight from Baltimore to Phoenix this morning had a mid-flight medical emergency. The doc, I just burped. Sorry. You okay. Yeah. The doctor and nurse attending to her couldn't find a strong pulse. Her blood pressure was extremely low and required oxygen to breathe. It was genuinely scary. A man in the aisle seat popped up and asked, could it be her blood sugar? I have a diabetic testing kit. It was Raven's tight end, Mark Andrews. Oh. Andrews instructed the medical professionals how to use the test kit. Eventually, her heart rate stabilized Paramedics met the flight as soon as we landed. Andrews departed, deplaned quietly. No fanfare. As he has done his whole career, he stepped up in a huge moment when people needed him most. Watching complete strangers spring into action to save someone's life is truly amazing. Oh, I, I so can't imagine. That's a nice imagine. little story right that's, there. That's great. And I, I would like to believe that anyone would do that. But I also know that when there's a moment of panic or uncertainty, there, there are lots of times where you think you might show up in that moment and then you don't. And you, and you, or you, you go, oh gosh, I don't know what to do. And you kind of panic. It's good that there are people in the world who can be clear headed enough to say, I've got an idea. Here's this and this and this that we could do. Let's try it. And that's, that's what it takes for first responders. Maybe Mark Andrews, after he's done with football, has a career doing that. Not that he needs to. He's made more money than he probably knows what to do with, but good for him. Let's talk about uh, Jerry Jones, your favorite guy. Did you read all the way down to the quotes in this story? Because yeah. the quote that he has, just go ahead, go ahead. I I have a I have a 
I love the quotes right. in this well, story. Well, he, he was talking to Yahoo Sports. He's at the Senior Bowl in Mobile. And he was asked about, hey, you know, Bill Belichick, you think you could ever work with him? Would your personalities mesh? He said, I know him personally and I like him. There's no doubt in my mind we could work together. None. Now, what's the quote you're talking about? Well, he talks about Mike McCarthy. Oh, yeah. And there is a, <laughs> there's a part there. Right, he says, I thought we made a pretty good move four years ago when we hired Mark, Mike McCarthy. And he's had some great in-season success. Sure. Now, he's come up short three times and advanced us in the playoffs. But I like the fact that he's hanging around the rim. Hanging around the rim. Yep. And I like what the team has done to hang around the rim. So going. I think what the answer that I would give is I'm aware that we're hanging around the rim. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're hanging around. We're the not rim. getting the ball in, but when you hang around the rim, yeah. Yeah. let's don't discount hanging around the rim right. where we are right now with the players we've got. I'm thinking about this it from old, the whole look. Did, did he fart. say this or Chris Holtman? I know. Well, he just he he got stuck on this analogy of hanging around the rim. We're hanging around the I mean, rim. We got to in, but I mean, again, we're hanging around the rim. Like you play one basketball analogy for football. That's fine, but also just can you say anything other than hanging around the rim? I don't really like Jerry Jones saying anything about rims. Nor do I like him talking about glory holes. Uh, he is eighty-one years young. Let Jerry him live. Jones, but he wants you to know that it works just fine. Yeah, I also think maybe it's not the greatest look in the world to say to your current head coach who should have been fired, hey, that's all right. We'll get him next year. And then go, boy, I tell you, I really like Bill Belichick, though. I think we can well, work he was, together. He was asked about Bill Belichick. He didn't just start talking about yeah, it. Yeah, but you know what you could say is like, whether we could work together or not is irrelevant. I don't, I'm not looking for a coach. I got a coach. I yeah. believe in Mike McCarthy. That's I mean, what you could right. say. You're right. If I want you, me some glory. Hope. He doesn't believe in that. Mm-hmm. He doesn't at all believe in that. Name that hole coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. Watch out for an accident blocking the left lane of the East Outer Belt northbound 270 ramp to Morse Road. Emergency crews are on scene there, causing some slow traffic from Easton Way. And you're looking at a five-minute slowdown on eastbound 70 on the east side between James Road and 270. This report is sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. Strong enough for a Mastiff, but gentle enough for a Chihuahua. Invisible Fence brand is more than a fence. Customized for every pet, every need, and every yard. Their hands-on training and exclusive technology ensures your pet is protected while giving them more room to run. Learn more at InvisibleFence.com. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Common Man and T-Bone present Name That Hole! Yes! Alright. Here's how it works. If you have not been listening to the whole show, first of all, go to hell. Make sure to listen every single day, three hours a day. That's right. We're going to tell you a story, and then we determine, is there a hole? A-hole, B-hole, C-hole is the worst, or perhaps... No hole. There's no hole involved. I want to start with celebrity Alyssa Milano. Okay. okay? All right. Alyssa Milano's controversial GoFundMe campaign has smashed its fundraising target, despite the actress being trolled by fans for asking them to donate. She's 51 years old. She set up the online fundraiser herself under her married name, Alyssa Bergari asking for $10,000 in donations for her 12-year-old son's baseball team trip. Okay, she then shared it to her 3.4 million followers on X. 
Fans widely mocked the post, flooding her replies with memes, including one that said the actress identifies as poor when it's time to pay the bills. After receiving backlash, Milano defended herself on X, telling followers she has paid for uniforms for the entire team and coaches herself, as well as thrown birthday parties and sponsored any kid who can't afford the monthly dues. She added, the kids also do fundraising themselves, car washes, movie nights, and many other fun things. She said, thank you for all who have contributed to the GoFundMe. You've made things easier for these boys and their family. But people are saying, Alyssa, you're rich. You're a millionaire. Don't ask regular people for $10,000. So I ask you, is there a hole involved here? Um, yeah, I think there is. I think she's being just just a just an a-hole, slightly. I mean, the reality is if you've been on television for dozens of years, people grew up watching you on TV, when you hit those people up for money, they're going to say, all right, well, what starving children or what ailment are we curing? And you say, oh, no, my kid just wants to take a, a nice baseball trip. No, that's, that's, not, that's not it. Daddy? I mean, you can fix that if you want to. Go ahead and donate. Hey, I kind of agree with Bone there that... Uh, I mean, she obviously has the money. She could uh, just you know pay it and get this all done. If she wanted to go and get maybe some corporate money, and then there's some exchange and some advertising sort of something like that, then I'd say you know no hole involved. But I, I think there's probably a hole here. All right, so you guys both say a hole. Here's oh, sorry, but I want to add ahead. one other thing. Yeah. What name did she put the GoFundMe under? Mary. Her, her Mary name. name. Oh. Why not put it under Alyssa Milano yeah. if it's such? I mean, if it's such a good idea, right? She clearly thought there was something weird about this, and that's why she's trying to be like, "I'm not Alyssa Milano. I'm just Alyssa, well, the married lady over here." She did post it to her Twitter account. Okay, well, still, you know, which is the actual? That's the actually the problem that I have. Just because you're wealthy doesn't mean that you have to pay for everything for everyone all the time. And I assume that she, her son, plays on a baseball team with other wealthy people. Right. right, I don't think Alyssa Milano lives in trash. Yeah, right. I'm sure other celebrities have their kids, other wealthy people. If you have a little Facebook group that you put out with all the parents and say, "Hey, parents, we're going to do some fundraising for the thing. Let's all chip in. Let's do this." It's the fact that she sent it out. Yeah, on Twitter. That's right. That bothers me. It's not the fact that you oh, all were trying to teach these kids a lesson. They have to do fundraising, no, that's car washes, that's stuff great. like that. Yeah. I get it. And you don't want to be responsible for paying for everything. I get that, too. But when you put it out on Twitter, that's my problem. It's not a huge violation, but you are, in fact, Alyssa Milano, an a-hole. A-hole. I just want to add, too, like how many of her followers have their own kids on travel teams that also have trips that cost tens of thousands of dollars, and they're not... They're not asking for her to go fund all that, right? I mean, I'm just saying. I think that's, yeah, you you entered into all this. You should know what it costs. Uh, for what it's worth, too, the trip was to send the kids to Cooperstown. That's nice. Again, great job. But you guys all decided to do that, so make it happen. Uh, here's one I have, Mike. Michael Green and Byron Bolden were sentenced in December in Colorado's 18th Judicial District for felony theft after they shoplifted about $2,100 worth of items from a Kohl's store. According to the Denver Gazette, in Colorado, if you steal less than $2,000 worth of materials, goods, whatever, that's only a misdemeanor, not a felony. Well, the defense counsel tried to get this to be not a felony conviction. They said, well, sure, these guys stole the items, but they said they had coupons. Kohl's has sales all the time. 
while the sticker price of these goods is $2,100. When you factor in the coupons, the discounts, the sale that was going on, these retail price on these items would be under $2,100. So it, sh- it sh- would be under $2,000. So it should not be a felony, should be a misdemeanor. Now they lost that argument. The guys were convicted as a felony theft. But in, in this case... Are those lawyers being a-holes? No, I don't think so. The lawyers are doing their job. That's kind of how I saw They're paid to defend their clients. Now, you can make a blanket statement that lawyers in general are a-holes, but that's not the question that was asked. As someone who may be someday in the need services of a lawyer, I would say I don't feel that way at all. Well, I'm not saying I feel that way either, but I'm I'm saying that the lawyers in this case, I think, are just doing their job. Yeah, of course they are. I thought that was... So I say no hole. Yeah. Teddy, where are you on that? Teddy, do you disagree? Yeah, for the lawyers, yeah, no okay. hole. Yeah, I mean, the, guy's, the guy's stealing. The that's, dude's stealing, yeah. Yeah, $2,100 worth of stuff, that's no good. All right, so that. no hole. On. No hole. Teddy, do you have one you want to share? Um, I have a, a fun one here. There's a gentleman, he was leaving the mall, and he said that he saw this family coming towards the mall. It was a mom, dad, and a little boy. And there were these uh, bubblegum dispensers that are right there stationed by the entrance. And the little boy, he, he overheard the little boy ask, hey, can I get, uh, you know, bubblegum um, out of the bubblegum machine? And the dad goes, look, hey, it's, it's not working. Uh, you can't get any. So the guy that was walking out heard that and he's like, huh. So he went over the bubblegum machines, put in some change. Got out some bubble gum, popped in his mouth, and kept walking. And the boy was like, "Hey, hey, that man got one. It must be working." So, is that dude an you know an a hole for you know sort of uh, you know throwing that parent <laughs> under the bus? There, or? there is a certain code <laughs> that I think we all have to agree to. Like we've all done this when the kid is young enough not to know. Like, hey, daddy, we go to the zoo. I'm sorry, the zoo is closed. What's all those cars there? The workers. Yep, they take they're clean, they scoop up the it. elephant poop. But I'm yep. sorry, the zoo is closed. We can't go. The thing, the gumball machine is broken. Is a perfect thing to say. Yep, this guy knew it. He was going to make this dad's day harder on purpose. Yes, mm-hmm. and so I'm going to say actually be whole for this guy. I think he is being. A, and now it's extraordinarily funny it's, to me because I was funny, not there. But, but yes, that's that's be whole behavior for sure. That that would be something where. Yeah, I, I would not want someone to suggest that to my kids, or or even if it's something where they say, "Oh, you know, uh, all the other kids are getting to go to Chuck E. Cheese," you know, and then the kids are like, "Why can't we go?" And it's like, "Thanks, person, for throwing that out there." Now I got to make that happen. So, yeah, I don't, I don't like anybody doing that. But That's Teddy, no Teddy does not have children, so do you feel the same way as me and Bone? I'd say, you know, no hole. I just think it's hilarious. But I understand <laughs> if I had children, it'd be different. Yes, right. <laughs> I'm going at least a hole. <laughs> so let's average it out. Just say a hole. A hole. Right? Not you said B hole, he said no hole. I'm kinda in the middle on that. I got one more if you want it. Yes, please. Come on. This is from uh South Korea, a model who oh, goes the music's gone. Well, the South Korean model's name is A I N Ain. She's also known as Angel Box Girl, and you'll see why in a moment. Angel Box. She's being prosecuted for obscene exposure following incidents from last fall. Uh, apparently she walked around the streets of Seoul wearing a large cardboard box with holes for her arms and legs. So cardboard box was covering her midsection, but you could see her head and her arms and her legs. And she was naked under there? I think that's the idea here, because it says she had two more holes in the box where she invited strangers to put their hands in and grope whatever they wanted to feel and touch whatever they wanted to touch. Why? I, I don't know. She said it says she attracted large crowds. Police were called to disperse. She said it's freedom of expression. I just wanted to market myself. 
I actually saw many positive reactions with people telling me they support me and applauded my courage. Now, I'm not here to call her an a-hole or anything else. What I'm saying is uh, she she could spend a year in jail, whatever. Are you a hole if you put your hand in the hole when she, a naked person comes up to you and says, feel free to t- feel around in there? Like, I, yes, I think you're a hole if you do yeah. that. Don't do that. Yeah. Look, just because someone, like if someone was standing on the street just yelling, punch me in the face. Right. I mean, yes, technically they're asking for it, but still, I wouldn't punch that person in the face. No. I also wouldn't feel someone up on the street, A, because it's just weird. I don't want to do that. I don't know what's in the hole. Well, it could be a trick. It could be, should be covered with mouse traps for all <laughs> that would I know. That would be hilarious if that was Or like, case. you know, John Stossel's there with a hidden camera. Like, why'd you do why that? Why are you touching her hole? Yeah, exactly. So no, I would say no. And if you touch her, you're weird. Yeah, I'm just saying I wouldn't violate my own code there, which I, I would not do that to someone in general that I don't know or anything like right, that. I say a hole. If you Betty, t- where if are you, you at on that? Wouldn't you say this is art, though? Or, I mean, you know, she's... Well, let me be clear. Hey, let's check this out. I'm not judging the art at all. I'm actually saying if this is the art... I mean, part of the art is to find out how many maybe gross, disgusting people there are in the world, and that could be part of that. I'm saying, for me, I'm not participating in your art. I can look at it and say... If if nobody participated, it wouldn't be art. It would still say something. You're you're stifling the art. No, I'm not. It would say something, which is people are... Not willing to do that, Teddy even if just invited. wants permission to grope. That's all Teddy's looking for. <laughs> no, I'm telling, I'm telling you, I, I think nothing about her. It's about the people that would do that. You're at least an a hole. I'd say a hole. Yeah, I would agree though too. A hole. Right. That's right. fair. I thank you though, Teddy, for playing devil's advocate at least to give us a, a view of what the other side might be on that. All right, now uh, we need you guys to do us a favor. We need you to tell us if you actually liked any of this today. Okay. Yeah, there you so go. So that's your job. We we presented it to you, the name a whole day. Name that whole day. Do you like the whole? No whole. Should we do this next week? That's the homework for you. Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. We've got some stop-and-go traffic causing a five-minute slowdown on northbound 71 on the north side between 670 and 11th Avenue and another five-minute slowdown on eastbound 70 on the east side between James Road and 270. This report is sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. Strong enough for a Mastiff, but gentle enough for a Chihuahua. Invisible Fence brand is more than a fence. Customized for every pet, every need, and every yard, their hands-on training and exclusive technology ensures your pet is protected while giving them more room to run learn more at invisiblefence.com i'm nicole for 97.1 the fan traffic buckeye show coming up at the top of the hour the fine host the buckeye show your friend and mine he's been generally useless to me today <laughs> timmy hall uh, hello timmy my non-holes how are you oh how are you guys timmy. You every hate me. day you hate me today. Every day is tracksuit day for Timmy. Oh yeah. You're wearing your OSU handball tracksuit. You've come in all week. I yeah, I told wearing you wearing leisure clothes. I, I called an audible this week. I know we want to keep it sacred bone as to your point. Like what's the if you're not gonna keep it just a Friday, what's special about it? And I, I know, I hear that, but it just I wasn't feeling it this week. So my mood had to show up in my attire, my dress. Just wasn't. It was just. You ever have weird weeks? I took naps both days, today and yesterday, and that never happens. Just I always sleep nap. schedule off. You do? Oh yeah, always nap. 
When would you? But in, you the, don't, in the morning, you don't nap. You're saying you went in the on the morning? weekdays. You you're too busy. How would you get that in? On the weekdays, no. I want to nap, but there's no time. Because you're no, coming in here at like eleven ish. Right. So. There's no time to nap. What are you going to do? Nap from nine to ten? I would actually love to have a napping room here at oh. the, the radio station. You know, that would be a little quiet room. We could just soundproof. You go in the brown studio, put like a little white noise machine. Yeah, and just have a cot. They do it in hospitals for, you know, the residents because they're working lots <laughs> yeah, of hours. For people that are working important jobs and saving well, lives. we're working important we jobs. Are. We're here for the people. We're saving lives in our own way. I believe we are. I can believe I, we are. Can I tell you guys, I worked at a radio station where we basically had that because, oddly enough, the station where I made the least money ever and the station that had the lowest budget I've ever worked at, the Christian radio station where I worked had a green room for whenever we had guests in, and it was a giant couch fully stocked fridge, uh, like a desk area where you could sit, put a computer if you wanted to, to like if they had to send out emails or the band manager when they brought bands through would sit there and do some work. But they had a couch there. And I mean, I would take naps because I was working sometimes 9 a.m. to midnight doing all the different things back in the day. But yeah, that's I'm saying I've actually worked at a place that had that and it was great. What's the worst shift you've ever had early days in radio? Or even more recent days in radio. Did, and did you ever spend the night at a station or place of uh, work? Yes, but it wasn't because of the shift. It was because it was too snowy. No. What was I the was, worst? I was working a shift at one-on-one sports, which became Sporting News. Yep. Which became Yahoo Sports Radio, which Yeah, became, what's that doing now? I don't know. Anyway. Sporting News Radio. That's right. That's good. And so I used to do like the weekend night shifts so i'd get off at like one in the morning and then drive an hour and a half back home i did not live Hmm? by this place right right and i would have to like force myself to stay awake this particular night it had snowed maybe two feet from the time my shift started a lot to one o'clock in the morning when i was done and i did not have faith in the pontiac grand am that i had at the time (laughs) To make it yeah, home. I, I understand and that. I had to work the next day anyway, so I just stayed there and worked. It, you didn't have a, a couch or I, anything I there? I went into one of the offices and tried to take like a little cat nap, and I probably fell asleep for half an hour, but that I just I couldn't, I yeah. couldn't get any rest, so I just stayed there and worked. You'll what like your, this, What was your weirdest shift that you worked You'll in? You'll like this because when I was working in Raleigh, Think about any threat of snow. And for the years I lived oh, there, yeah. we had some decent snowstorms every year I was there. At the threat of snow, work would bring us in to a Holiday Inn that was, we worked kind of in a little business section. I wouldn't describe it to here because what we have, the post office and nothing else. But where we worked, there was, you know, a cluster of, you know, office buildings. Yeah. So there was a Holiday Inn in the area. They would put us up at the hotel the night before the shift. Just because whether there was, was snow coming. Whether it was going to be a little snow or a big snow. Any threat of snow. Any threat of snow. They would bring us there. That Obviously, they'd pay for it. So it was almost like a little, all right, you know, say bye to the wife. It was 7 o'clock the night before. Heading out, you know, just driving to the Holiday Inn. Mm. Is Good that when times. you shared the room with Jason Whitlock? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering when the drugs and cocaine were introduced. Was that also paid for by the company or did you bring that on your own? That was me. The drugs drugs and cocaine is what I said. But then he prayed and then all of it went away. (laughs) He wasn't actually there, was he? Whitlock would have been Kansas City. Okay, that's right. Not Raleigh. Oh, this was Kansas Kansas City, Mm -hmm. not Raleigh. Who'd you work with in Raleigh? Uh, Anybody we we know? 
I thought there I was someone that was. Isn't uh no? I was thinking of that uh, Damon. Uh, oh, what's the guy? Sotomayor. <laughs> no, there <laughs> the was Ma- a, Mad like, Mouse. He's got a show, Damon the DA Stadamire. show or something. Damon, oh DA, but he that was, was also, also Kansas that was City, also Kansas not City. Raleigh. Okay, nobody, nobody you would have heard of from Raleigh. I don't think, right. except for except for me. You That's know. right. Oh yeah, wow, we've heard truly. of you. Wish I oh, didn't yeah. hear you either. I know. All right, Buckeye show coming up. What's uh, what's on the show tonight? Well, tonight we got Tyvis in here for two hours. Tyvis is he's going crazy out there about this Buckeye basketball. He's team. very bullish on Buckeye basketball, he and is. it's only because I don't think he's watched any Buckeye basketball. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we, I'm sure he has. Dave Holmes and, and Tyvis were having it out. He's back like there. incredulous that the Buckeyes are going to lose this game tomorrow night. He I know. Thinks, he thinks they're I know, going to I Iowa it. and they're it. winning, and I think he's on mushrooms. Yeah, yeah. It's, something's happening with him. So we'll see if that extends to the airwaves. I'm sure that it will in its own way. Uh, beers and Buckeyes with our friend Patrick Murphy at 633 tonight. Buckeye Show, top of the hour, right here on The Fan. Back page. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Well, man, uh, fans of Game of Thrones may know Sophie Turner. She's obviously one of the main actors from that show. She uh, also is formerly married to Joe Jonas. They are currently getting a divorce. The former Jonas brother, current Jonas brother, however that works. I guess he's always a Jonas brother. Anyway, I just like the name of the guy she's now currently in a romantic relationship with. This guy that Sophie Turner's now apparently dating is a British aristocrat. Uh, he is uh, seems like a handsome fella. Probably has some access to some nice cash. Good for him. His name is Peregrine Pearson. My guy. Which just strikes me as ah. such a like rich, hey, douchey name. Peregrine. Hello, I'm Peregrine Pearson here. How do I become an aristocrat? I've never worked a day in my life. Die and get reincarnated. Mm. Yeah, it's never going to happen for you, buddy. You can't be. You can't just get there. You have to be born into it. Right? Thanks. <laughs> well, well, do you want me to BS you or tell you the truth? No, this is what I was to do. How would you get? You got to. You got to be born into all. How that. can I be a prince? Can't die. <laughs> you can't. You can't <laughs> marry the queen. Purple rain. <laughs> no. All right. Yeah. Buckeye shows up next. We'll see you tomorrow. Common man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns Backers. There's a disabled vehicle on the left shoulder of westbound 70 downtown near Livingston Avenue, causing a small delay. Traffic's going to be slow from the 71 East Split. And we've got about a five-minute delay on westbound 161 between Johnston Road and Hamilton Road. This report is sponsored by Lowe's. Get the appliances you need right away at Lowe's. Explore the largest assortment of brands you trust in-store or online at the best values. Plus, take advantage of their everyday financing offers. Lowe's knows home improvement. Subject to credit approval. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. It's a fan action update. This action update is brought to you by ESPN Bet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. There have only been six multiple Super Bowl MVP winners. Can you guess the six? Tom Brady, of course, has five. Joe Montana won three. Bart Starr was the MVP of Super Bowl one and two. Terry Bradshaw has two. Eli Manning has two. And Patrick Mahomes is the sixth. He has two. And he's the betting favorite to win a third this year. For your ESPN Bet action update, I'm Scotty Vegas. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus. The Fan. The Fan. Sports.
Good evening. I'm pretty well. Starting with the NFL, the last vacant head coaching position got filled today as the Washington Commanders are set to hire Dan Quinn as their new head coach. Quinn has spent the last three seasons as the defensive coordinator with the Dallas Cowboys. Timmy Hall is fired up over the hiring. Women's college basketball, the eighth-ranked OSU women are at home this evening for a matchup against Wisconsin. Buckeyes enter tonight's game on an eight-game win streak and are a half game back of Iowa and Indiana in the Big Ten standings. They're tipping off right now at the shot. Matt Andrews has the call over on 1460 ESPN. Four games on the schedule tonight in the NBA. The Cavaliers play the second night of a back-to-back. Cleveland is in Memphis tonight to face the Grizzlies. Evan Mobley will not play in that game. Just some injury management there. Tip-off is in two hours, 8 o'clock. And tomorrow night, the Ohio State men take on Iowa at Carver-Hawkeye Arena. Tip-off is at 7 tomorrow night. Buckeye men will try and set that 14-game losing streak. Breaking sports news when it happens on the fan. Ohio sports destination.